going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Spawncast episode 94. Right, Evan, 94? Oh, yeah, 94. All right, cool, 94. Very good, very good. Yep, you, got, you guys just heard him. Evan's here with us tonight. How's it going, Evan? Going all right. Commission's week this week, so a lot of work going on. Cool. Okay, and we have uh, Jordan's joining us tonight. Jordan, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And then we have, uh, there's two Nates tonight. Uh, so we have Direct Feed Games Nate. How's it going, man? Not too bad. And then we have the other Nate from Nintendo Prime. What's going on? Not much, man. Uh, then we have OJ, Player Essence. What's going on, man? What's up? And I'm very happy to report that Unsolved Mysteries is coming back. I saw that online. People were really, Netflix is bringing that back, right? Yes. Yes. And you guys can thank me since I'm the one who's watching all the damn episodes on Amazon. So <laughs> you help the you help the ratings go up just yeah, single handedly. And, and I also want to say that I don't like Jordan Fringe. I also want to say that. As <laughs> That's well. yeah, it's understandable. I also want to set the record straight. And say I do not like Jordan Fringe as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you see Sean there, uh, very very active today. Did a lot. Yeah, did a lot. Stuff. I'm sneezing a lot. My allergies are killing me. Sean got a lot done today, so he got a lot like, done. I can make some time and get on the podcast. <laughs> it's, a busy, it's a busy day of watching Raw from 1999 and eating a DiGiorno. <laughs> did you did you cut the DiGiorno pizza or just pick it all up whole? Nah, I picked it up whole. Okay. Did you ever get a pizza cutter? Nah, I ain't got See, time for that. That's what I should have sent you for Christmas instead of a Super Nintendo controller. See, I'll actually use the super. I actually use that controller. I would. I probably wouldn't use the pizza cutter. You would oh. use the pizza cutter. I don't Dude, know, man. No, Sean. They have pizza cutters where it actually shoots a laser out, like like a laser sight, so it shows where you're going to cut. Whoa, that's kind of. <laughs> cool. I'm telling you, I see them online a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very practical, but I used to be just like you before I actually got a pizza cutter, and it changed my life. I like I, I like pizza. Everybody that was the pivot. Like the pizza cutter was the pivotal moment. <laughs> it, it, can, it, it really was actually. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, we got a, a a bunch of things to go over. Although Sean did point out that it was kind of a quiet week, right, Sean? Yeah, it's just this is boring this week. Like there was some stuff, but I don't know. Just overall, I thought it was it was pretty boring. Yeah, there wasn't a lot going on. Like, not a lot of news or anything. It's almost like we're we're building to something. It's very yeah. interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but there was still some stuff that happened because it looks like we're kind of building up to the investors briefing for Nintendo, and then of course some kind of Nintendo event is what we'll say is probably happening sometime in the near future. Uh, we think because uh, I've I've talked to everybody here. We we I, especially uh, Nate Direct Feed Games Nate uh, that we think something could be happening before the investors briefing because it's weird to go into that uh, with nothing other than Yoshi dated right now. Yeah, I mean you'd think they'd have something going into the investors meeting, and I mean I would just look at the super. I know we're gonna get into it, but the Super Nintendo leaks for the nintendo switch online service it just seems like it's building towards that that the investors meeting will happen they'll be like oh yeah we're adding you know more content to the online service in the form of super nintendo games here's the first details we plan to launch them tomorrow or right now yes yes absolutely oh and uh max is actually at pax south if you if you follow him on twitter he's actually doing things like uh playing days gone and other games and stuff he has pictures of all that so uh that's where he is right now he's actually at at a, at a gaming convention checking things out uh but why don't we start off tonight just talk about anything we've been playing this past week because i know a few of us played travis strikes again i think it was mostly me and sean and then i i know oj you picked it up today right uh, yeah, I, I've had it for for a little bit. I okay. just finally got around to streaming it for about three hours. I streamed the game today, so yeah. 
Oh wow, you're you're probably about halfway through the game then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's not. Well, I was told that it wasn't very long, so so yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm a good portion of the way. It's through. like it's it's six to seven hours. That's how yeah. long it took me. Uh, I looked at my game time. I think it was just over seven hours when I finished it all. So I went back and played uh, two of the levels again, um, just to see if I could uh, get the little tokens that were in there. Um, and then Sean probably got about three hours in, I think. Yeah, it was like three, three and a half hours, and then I couldn't progress anymore. Uh, yeah, so did anyone else get Travis Strikes again? Yeah, I picked up the physical. I uh, haven't played it yet just because I've been too busy with some work stuff but the case is like a different right case than like a regular switch game like it feels like they you know like when some like games come out with like a cheaper case or like certain things have like a little bit of a difference mm-hmm. i don't know what it is but like it feels nice but like there's something weird around the edges i don't know it ticks me off and there's a little bit differences in my cases k19 says yeah i don't like that jordan fringe guy either he changed his name to just fringe what was he my thinking own, my own show? my own friends are all against me this is great <laughs> friends uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I take it that uh, that doesn't come with a manual physically then. No, it, it has uh, it does come with an insert, but that's just oh. for the, the the DLC stuff. It's like a little mini booklet with just different languages of how to get your season pass. Yes, so they're going to be inner art. Oh, oh yeah, let's see it. Yeah, let me take out my codes. So no one takes it. Uh, I don't know how well you can see. I like that. that. Yeah, some nice art in there. A little yeah. bit of effort put in it. Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, yeah, I I would pick it up physically if you're gonna get it because it comes with that season pass. So why, why not buy it? <laughs> All <laughs> right, so, you're gonna get more content from it. Is that is that what we really want? Well, I want I want uh, <laughs> them to sell copies. So actually, you know what? Maybe maybe they could do some cool stuff in the post game stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I have, no faith. I have no faith that they. Sean, would. Sean did not like this game. It seemed even a little bit. It, it, it was it's not a good game like I, I okay i get that reviews are subjective and you know at the end of the day a review is just you know one person's opinion on the game but when i literally woke up whenever the embargo lifted i guess what was it wednesday 16th when i woke up on wednesday and i was looking at scores and i saw 8.5s and nines from websites i was literally like what what fucking game were you playing like i could see how how someone may enjoy it to some extent i i in any sort of timeline interdimensional thing i don't see how this game is anything above a seven like it doesn't it doesn't look good it doesn't look good at all you know there's literally n64 style textures in the background the writing is good the writing is very suit of 51 and i get that you know um like, but if you're not a, if you're not a No More Heroes fan, I don't think you would necessarily enjoy the writing and enjoy the the long you know story portions where it's that bl- uh, black and green screen where you're having to read something that's pretty much like a you know adventure book. It's that's like a weird. It's a weird break in the action when that happens. That'll go on for a while after you just did like you know action action hack and slash stuff. It's a little weird. It kind of throws you to like this point where you're just basically pressing A over and over again to read it's a very yeah, odd like yeah. and i like the t-shirts you know the t-shirts are cool but it's like they're t-shirts of, of, of better games like it i understand it's a 30 dollars game it wasn't a big budget game i i get that for but, it's 40 40 well yeah if you get it physically yeah, yeah but bucks, um physically, yeah. but there are games that are 20 dollars or less that are better that look better that play better that if they would have had the name 
Travis Strikes Again, if they would have had a connection, if they would have had the promotion from Nintendo of being on, you know, that show with uh, Kit and uh, I can't think of the girl's name Nintendo right now. Minute. Yeah, Nintendo Minute. Like, those games could have potentially flourished more. It's just, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people got excited for the game because, um, you know, they wanted to see, they felt like, well, if this game does well, we'll get No More Heroes 3. And it's like, maybe but you know something could happen in development you know you you don't know what the hell is going to happen like why would you support a bad game in hopes of getting a better game i don't know i just i, I thought the game was 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 not good like if i would have given it a score and uh, admittedly you know i couldn't finish the game because the game glitched on me but it's going you should restart it dude i have no i have no <laughs> desire to like i'm playing tales of Asperia i will I'll, right I'll admit, okay that is a better game to play yeah. but um i will i will say uh, the place that it glitched, uh, OJ. How far? How far are you in right now? I'm about to fight the second boss. Did you get to the the maze hotel part yet? Yeah, yeah. The you know the what's his name, the doppelganger. Yes. Yeah, yes, like okay. I'm right about to fight the boss. There. There's a there's a part. I think it's the next one after. Yeah, that, it's the Sean. next level. And I put a little bit in, in the video I did, and that is actually probably the best level that they had. <laughs> and you're you were right up against it. Uh, where it was actually gonna get mildly creative it's just i don't know man like if you enjoy the game like that's awesome it's just i don't i, I can understand what like i said i can understand why some people might get some enjoyment out of it but to, to be seeing like 8.5s and nines out of websites i'm just, just i think see that. i think nine nine might be a bit strong i think i think you're right i think it'd be like a seven you could you could i think some might give it an eight as they push it. i think seven's a fair score for that game though but it's just like I, I think another problem is just review scores in general. It's like to me, a five should be a mediocre middle of the road game. Yeah, five should be acceptable to play if you just acceptable. want to drop a couple bucks. Yeah, but now it's like if it's anything below an eight, it's like oh, this game's fucking horrible. It's like review scores have gotten so so insane. That's why. Like, that's why I don't give out. That's why I don't give out review scores. I would use that entire scale, and I'd give out fives and sixes, and people would be confused heavily i think yeah. we tried that once with our old buddy and people did not like that no. well, because when people see five out of ten that's 50 percent. i mean you're thinking like school it that's f you know what yeah, i'm saying that, like yeah, that's so, another problem too so that, that that's and that's why some people do i don't know if people do like letter grades like how many websites do that but mm. you know that's something that you know people tried and people don't like really like that people want that letter next to it so yeah, I, I mean, I can definitely feel what you guys are saying with the with the whole like you know review scores and all that stuff. Yeah. like that. So this is conditioning. Is where we are now in the industry, I guess. Yeah. People have been conditioned to see. Uh, I'll I'll read uh super chats at nine thirty uh, after we finish up talking about what we've been playing, and then we'll kind of move into some of the topics. But Travis strikes again. Uh, I do I I do encourage people to buy it, Sean, just so I can get no more heroes three. But I get what you're saying because it might not happen. Yeah, do your I, part. I think <laughs> I think he is. I think he really does want to make no more heroes three badly uh so what he what they should have done though probably instead of doing this they should have just ported one and two to the switch and they probably would have sold more <laughs> i think i think that's what's going to happen yeah uh, because i don't think I, I hope this game sells well but i don't think it's going to sell too well and i think that if nintendo wants to step in and help in any way that they're going to say all right this didn't work out put out you know use whatever you have in your studio to port one and two and if that does well, then we'll help and make sure we can get three out on the platform. If not, then they don't. I don't think they have enough, you know, financial backing as a company to produce a really good No More Heroes three. Yeah, I I would like to see Nintendo at least roll in and, and help them make it because I don't even think I think they could do it at, at a cheaper than 
most games price. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I'd be curious to know how much it costs to make this game because it does feel like a budget game at times. Like instead of, of course, acting out certain parts in like a cutscene, they just give you green text, for example. Uh, that felt very budget when you were playing. Oh, it is a budget. I don't think yeah. there's any question that, that it's definitely a budget game. Um, with the whole No More Heroes 1 and 2, the only thing that would be the hard part would be No More Heroes 1 wouldn't be too hard, I think, because you can take the PS or you can take the Xbox 360 version and see what you can do from right. there. But No More Heroes 2 would be the issue because that is still that's a 480p game and hasn't been ported over to anything. I mean, people talk about emulators and stuff, but it's not that easy, you know, to, to bring it over. So that'd be the only question. I, I would think that they're going to do it at some point, uh, but they wanted to kind of drive up interest when it comes to it, uh, when it comes to No More Heroes franchise, maybe. Without, I guess, without ruining too much, the one part that was kind of annoying was that the the bosses weren't that interesting and they were easy they were so easy i thought well i thought they would i thought they would change over time but they didn't really change much you know like Like sheep i mean even outside of those like the final ones (laughs) i didn't i didn't change any tactics or anything i just basically zapped them and and hit them with a sword and that was it there was no like weird things that they tried to do or i don't know it wasn't they all felt very similar the last i couldn't show it in the review because they blocked us from it and if i actually explained what happens it would kind of ruin the game for people that the like the last level that's the other part you didn't check out sean was like the last level was actually pretty interesting too yeah i mean i i know about it because um wood was playing it and he he feels similar to how i felt and he was like showing me clips of it. He was like, Oh, you missed out on this. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. I'm playing Tales of Vesperia. This the game's fun. People who are fans of Suda will enjoy the last level. So there you go. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They'll enjoy the last level. So get there at least. It's about a six, seven hour game. Honestly, if you had enough time on a day off, you could probably beat it in one in one shot. So and if you have someone to play with, it actually makes the game a bit easier, technically. So that's full co-op all the way through. Uh Evan, what were you playing? You were playing something this week. What this week in particular? Oh, uh, Y2K. Y2K. Tell me about Y2K because you were actually kind of interested in that game. I'm interested in the mechanics. I can definitely see where people are coming from with being annoyed at the characters they chose, which it's really going to hold it back. Because, I mean, even on Steam, it dropped. I think it has a total of six reviews. It's not even enough for it to rate it as like a liked or anything. Oh, (laughs) really? I don't don't know if people are going to get it. Mechanically, it was fun and it was sound. Like, it was an enjoyable game to like play for combat. But uh, past that, the story is kind of really just out there. I mean, it definitely has feel the feel of Earthbound to it a little bit. Mm. But that's what I thought. That's why I said when I saw like the preview for it, I was like, this looks like an like an Earthbound game type inspired yeah, game. That's what they it, said. They said they're inspired by it. So well, it draws from a bunch of other locations as well. But I mean, that definitely you feel that the whole way through it. But um, I'm gonna try to beat it. It did get a little bit annoying with the with the actual voiceover stuff. I've been skipping a lot of what they're talking about. Mm. So, but is it? It's a. Uh, it's how much? How much is that game? It's like twenty dollars, like, something. Right? I think it's like thirty or forty. What was it? Is it? I thought it was like a twenty dollars game. Maybe. Uh, it looked like it. It looked like an alright little RPG though. I, I didn't do any of the battle. The battle mechanics looked like they were kind of like you had a time presses and everything. Uh, yeah, it depends yeah. on the depends on the character. Depends on what you're using because some of them are mini games where you actually have to kind of oh. action run around and attack things that are firing at you. Some of it's bullet hell. There was one that's kind of like uh, <laughs> asteroids. Like it it draws from everywhere. It's a huge nostalgia game. Huge. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's everyone else been playing? Anything else? Jump Force played the oh, beta. The beta. Yes. Yeah, so the beta's out. I didn't play it. How how was it? Uh, 
it, it's it's good. I had a lot of fun. I, I I went on. I did a practice, you know, match, you know, with a the computer character to get a feel of it. Did well in that. I did one online match and I won. And I'm really proud of myself because I suck at fighting games. But I won this one and I stopped playing. So now I'm one and, and one and zero, oh, and that's how I'm achieving <laughs> my title. If you can uh, end it 100. percent It's always good. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I was playing with Roni Kenshin. And uh, it's dope. The game is, it, it's so, it's like if you took pages out of manga and scenes from anime and you made these crazy fights, it's, it's is it, fun. It's is it fun. like, does it feel like, I didn't watch anything for it. Does it feel like a, like, it's an arcade arena style fighter, right? Yeah. Like it's very, you feel kind of loose. You can run around you do, you know, kind of, you have full like momentum and is movement it, around. Is it like Xenoverse? Um, I didn't play Xenoverse. So I, I can tell. I can tell it's it's like if you played Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. Okay. It's okay. It's similar to a Naruto and Zeno Xenoverse ish and more kind of Naruto, those type of uh Ultimate Ninja Naruto. Uh the, the 3D ones, not the 2D ones. Uh it's like it's like that. Yeah, I downloaded and played it. I played a little bit of it as well. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Maybe I'll check that out. Is is it still going on? I, I can't remember if it's still uh, going on. It has tonight and maybe tomorrow i think there's a few more beta times till the 20th okay. yeah yeah oh cool very good very good uh what about what about either nate <laughs> anything i played some uh feudal alloy um it's a game that's a lot like hollow knight basically um and then i played uh fairy fencer f advent dark i know that came out like a while ago on playstation but it came out on switch this week uh, so I played that, and then I finally started Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, very cinematic. That's all I can say. Yeah, about it right now it's a, it's a it's a really good looking game too. I don't know if you're. Yes. What, are you playing it on the uh, uh, X on the X? Oh yeah, yeah. It looks amazing on the Xbox yeah. One X. Yeah, uh, that's gonna take you a while. That is actually a very <laughs> long game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, I like I run a Nintendo channel, so I'm like slowly playing it. So it's, I, it'll probably be like. A year before I finally beat it. Right, yeah, if that's the case, yeah, it, it, it does take a while to beat it. Uh, but it's a good game, though. It's a good game. Uh, the controls aren't very good in it. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't. I do not like the gunplay at yeah. all. No, uh, it's, not, it's not good. <laughs> I'm like, how can you have like this big budget, amazing game, and you just who cares about the gameplay? It just looks pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i hear about this this game it's so it's such a good game just the gameplay is not very good though yeah (laughs) it's like the polar opposite of nintendo it's like hey we're gonna give you the prettiest looking game but forget gameplay nintendo's like we're just gonna give you good gameplay and forget the rest that's why like like if you did you play god of war nate yeah see that's like the i think that's like one of the best instances of visuals and gameplay yes that's what i want this to be but it's just it's not what about uh what about the other nate anything good uh i've been playing a game called future grind you just grind on rails future grind i don't think i've played that it comes out this upcoming week i think it's still under embargo till monday future grind is it like jet set no it's you're on a bike and you just jump on different colored rails but the tires are two different colors and you can't have the different color tire hit the rail or you blow up and die oh i see it it's it's january uh 22nd it comes out yeah it's it's fun for like quick pickup and play sessions of like. 10 oh, minutes. it's a two D style. It's kind of. It looks almost like a crazy version of Trials or something. Yeah, kind of. It's it's interesting. It's, That's weird looking. Cool. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what it was when I was getting into it. But. Oh, weird. All right. Oh, that's cool though. All right. Are you doing? You're doing footage of that. 
Yeah, I'll have footage of that next week and The Raven. I haven't actually uh, started it yet, but... Okay. That's I just got to make sure I get uh, Sphinx. That's the one I want from THQ Nordic because that's out on the 29th. And uh, I played Sphinx a lot back in the day on the uh, oh. GameCube. It was either GameCube or the original Xbox. I can't remember which one it was. How much is that coming out for? 15? Uh, I don't know. Probably I think it's 30. It's, <clears> 30. On the, it's on the shop right now. We can check. It's, 30. Yeah, it's probably 30. <laughs> <laughs> Drake! <laughs> You know, you know what's weird is uh, that game isn't on. It's not going to the PS4, or the Xbox One right now. It's apparently it's just going right to the Switch, which is weird. That just increased the Switch's value. It's um well, <laughs> Sphinx is Good game. Sphinx, Sphinx is also on the PC. It's on Steam. Fourteen ninety nine. There, I have it on there too. Uh, oh, I'm they, about to just buy it on the computer. There you go. Yeah, it, it works well. Uh, it, you can. You can do all kinds of stuff with visuals and everything. It actually looks as good as it's going to look, obviously, but mm -hmm. you don't need much to play it. Let's see. On the Switch, it is... Um, let me scroll down here and I can see... Oh, yeah, there's... Uh, I forgot about that. Le Grand Legacy is... Uh, Max is playing that right now. Uh, Sphinx is uh, 29th. 29.99. It feels like a lot <laughs> for that <laughs> game. <laughs> I will admit, that feels like more than they should be charging for it. <laughs> Um, but just that might be a game that goes on sale because it's THQ Nordic at some point, like how they do those like random sales at times in the eShop. I can see that happening. Just kind of dropping in price. Um, that's a good one though. I'll check. I'll check that out. I'll check that out uh, when it drops. Maybe I'll do a comparison between the old GameCube one and that. That'd be cool. Uh, actually, he called did a Nate. You did a video on that, and that actually did really well for you for Ani Animusha. Yeah, the, the Animusha Switch versus PS2. That worked out really well for you there. Um, yeah, I kind of wish I had the Xbox original so I could have done the PS2, Xbox, and Switch version of Onimusha. Uh, I any, imagine the Xbox One would have ran out of better resolution. I I don't know if it did or didn't. I know the Xbox actually supported like more like 720p games, mm. but I don't know if they upped that one. They might, that might have just been a straight port. Um, they didn't really advertise resolution much back then. <laughs> um, but uh, any any other games? Anyone else played? At this right. point, I'm just trying to clear everything I'm doing so I can play Resident Evil 2 next week. Uh-oh. So. Resident Evil 2 is coming next week. Yep. Oh, yep. boy. Yep. 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 I mean, I play carnival games with my kids. <laughs> I mean, there you go. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing that happened this week. <laughs> OJ <laughs> loves that game. I That's my that's my favorite game. Oh, alongside Smash Brothers. I played when a lot he, of Smash When he hits 100,000 <laughs> subs, OJ promised to not only stream and play Carnival games, but also get a tattoo of it. So uh, I, 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 I never promised that. You promised that uh, it's on your podcast. You can go back like 10 on, weeks ago on your podcast. It's on, it's on the record. It. It's on the record. Uh, this guy. I, think I have that, witnesses. That, I have people that can back that, that up. That bleached hair has gotten actually went to your brain, Jordan. That never happened, my man. Well. It did, so I, it, it, it must be in a tweety deleted. I better go back and look. So, yeah. <laughs> nobody find the proof. Nobody played uh nobody played Ace Combat? Oh man. Oh, oh man. Isn't it 60? How much is it? $60. Who the hell is buying a, a flying game for $60 in 2019? Dude, Ace Combat is awesome. You know what I'll play doing? Afterburner on the freaking Sega Genesis or something <laughs> if I want to play. Like, Dude, you don't, you don't play Ace oh. Combat at all? Your name is Retro Gaming Tube. That would be something oh, that you could right? <laughs> No, nah, man. Ace Combat, the new one, Ace Combat 7 is awesome. What's, really? what's awesome about it? Tell Dude, me. Well, first, of all, first of all, have you have you even heard the soundtrack for it? 
Because that it that those games have some of the best music. What is it like? Top Gun soundtrack? <laughs> oh, no, dude, dude, you gotta. Yeah, I can't believe you've never lit. You never heard any of the soundtracks from Ace Combat. I don't think I've, I. Don't, why you? Why are you hating on oh. Ace Combat, man? Come on, <laughs> seriously. He's like, it's a flying game. It can't be sixty dollars. That's <laughs> so weird to me that a game like that would be like charging sixty dollars for a side-scrolling beat. Let, let me just charge sixty dollars for racing games. What's the difference? Let me let me drop this in here, Sean. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a link That's for true, you, and uh, uh, other people can listen to it too because I'll drop it in the chat. And it is it is uh one of the one of the um. Let me put that in. There we go. One of the tracks from the game. And tell me it doesn't sound one, it doesn't really sound like it would belong in that kind of a game, obviously, but they go like they go crazy with the music in this in this game. I dropped it in the chat. Other people check it out too. I think it's I think it's Daredevil is the track, but dude, it is like ridiculous how much time they put into that music. Okay, so the music is good. What else? <laughs> well, it's in VR. It is in VR. I haven't tried VR yet, but the gameplay itself, like the dog fighting and everything, and it is really good. Uh, actually, like flying around feels good. It has different control schemes too, where you can either pitch or yaw, or it'll do it for you. But uh, I set it to just the more intuitive controls. And what, just to, what's this music doing in a flying game? This, this, this music's like, more epic than the game. <laughs> this is like Skyrim or something. What is I going on? You, that's just one of the tracks. I think there's it's a half hour it, track. It, that, that's uh they extended it because it's it's awesome. I think it's usually like a three or four minute. <laughs> it's awesome. But if uh if you keep playing, it'll it'll, oh keep, it'll keep looping and everything in the game. But it's like ridiculous. Uh, what and, is this? And from what I saw, they lined up a lot of the music with things going on in the game. So if I, might, I might I might buy it clouds, just for the changes. soundtrack. I haven't played VR yet. I'm going to. I might check it out tomorrow when I actually have to set it up because you know it's like a whole thing setting that up. But uh, uh, I am I'm be playing it a lot. Also, I posted it up on Twitter. Dude, the uh, the amount of stuff to unlock in that game is ridiculous. Like the amount of planes and and uh, uh, parts for your plane and everything you unlock because it has like a mild RPG element where you're collecting money and upgrading your planes and everything. And uh, the the story's all right. They try to like they even tell you in the beginning that it's not it's based on fiction. It's not real because they try to blur like real life events with uh, uh, you know war and World War Three and all this stuff happening. Um, but it's uh, the story's okay. I never really paid as much attention to the story in the other Ace Combat games because the I just like flying around and and blowing stuff up. But uh, it's it's good though. If you like flying games, you'll enjoy it. I will admit, I played Ace Combat Six with the joystick on the 360, and I don't have it anymore. And that is definitely much better to uh, to play it with. I, I have a question about Ace Combat Seven. Why mm -hmm. did they use a JPEG picture of a dog as a character model in the game? What <laughs> I, I don't I, know. I know about I'll drop oh, a link in the chat. I played a couple hours of it so far. And you can watch the video that the guy has on Twitter, and it's just a JPEG image of a dog. I just saw that. People. I just saw that myself. They're doing what? Yeah, there's, there's, there's a, yeah, there was, yeah, there was a cutscene and the dog, and it is just a JPEG. That's funny. There's one thing I've never liked about these combat games, especially now with this, you know. It, all you really do is you, you fly and you do these missions, right? So I, I figured it wouldn't be too hard to make sure that the you know the ground graphics of like the land and like buildings and stuff look really good. But in every Ace Combat game, it's always like this cheap. Like they never spend any time modeling and making oh, it looks, anything it, look. It looks a lot better in this one because they they used Unreal Engine four for it. I saw it did look better than the last one, which I would have hoped so. But like I was looking at rock textures and like oh, I'm like this is this is still like 
five six years behind what we can do now they claim like photorealistic like visuals and everything and like when you're actually flying around the clouds looks like that and if you the fly clouds and the weather i've heard are good yeah if you fly through the clouds you'll get like obviously rain droplets and stuff on the screen but then mm. like if you fly too high up in the clouds like storm clouds your wings will start to ice over that's cool so you have got to, that cool so you have to basically dive out of the cloud real quick and you can usually i think you can upgrade to a point where you can get around that uh because it'll actually like put off like burners and stuff to uh basically defrost your wings essentially mm -hmm. but uh it's it's fun like upgrading your planes and everything i i, I, I was playing ace combat 6 a lot on the 360 so and then i heard vr i haven't tried it yet but vr sound like it would be it'd be a little little crazy to try out so yeah uh, be, I'll be trying that out probably tomorrow. I'll hook it up and see what we got. So that'll be cool. But yeah, I'll be playing Ace Combat. And of course, then we got uh, Resident Evil coming up next week. And then I'm going to attempt to understand Kingdom Hearts 3 the week after that. So <laughs> good luck. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I had some people on YouTube that are they're going to try to help me out, trying to understand what's happening. So you should do it my way. Just going confused. I'm telling you, that'd be a lot more fun, man. Yeah, that I might end up. I mean, I'm gonna be confused no matter what I do. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going in confused. I'm just gonna enjoy the game, man. Right? Like yeah. I said, when I play games as a kid, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I don't have to be like that now. <laughs> What's the point? You know, I mean, I mean, Toy Story's in it. It's all I needed. So, oh, and uh, Ace Combat has online multiplayer as well, and everyone's really good already. So, <laughs> that's not fun. but you do yeah, get uh, it's a good money get wrecked. Yeah, your money all goes in the same pool. So if you earn money online, you can still upgrade your stuff. So. It's pretty it's pretty fun uh evan do you have a discord question before we get into the topics now look at the super chats i mean i guess this one's kind of linked gary evers asks for consoles does ace combat 7 run best on the ps4 pro i thought uh i i thought this this is a weird instance because i know digital foundry did something and they found that the ps4 pro version actually played better than the xbox one x version and the theory behind that is because they were developing so much for the PlayStation VR that they developed it first and foremost for the PlayStation, then they moved it to the Xbox. That kind of makes sense, though, because that even though that's been a multi-platform series, it definitely got its start on, what, oh, yeah. PS2? Yes. PS2, a lot of people played it on there. Yeah. Um, I think it was on the... Was it on the PS1? It came out I, in the 90s, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was on the PS1 as well. Yeah. Um, I, I picked it up on the PS2, though. I know that. That's where I really picked it up. Um, so if it was on the ps1 i didn't really play it there i'm sorry uh ace combat 2 ps1 yeah son of a bitch yeah i didn't play it there i, I picked it up on the ps2 um that's just where i had my first experience with it and i was with it then uh but, but you know when the 360 and the ps3 were around everybody was getting 360 stuff anyway so i didn't really care about getting ace combat 6 and having it on the 360 instead that didn't bother me as much but uh what'd you have for a discord question evan I mean, other than that one, uh, seems okay, I guess. Corey Boehm, all right. Has anyone tried the G Bros adapter yet? And if so, how does it compare with the wired GameCube controller adapter, especially regarding input lag and smash? That's the, I think, the wireless adapter external oh, one. The one that I did a review for? Uh, possibly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it works all right. Um, I haven't had any, I didn't have any issues with it for the few hours I tested it with smash, but. I mean, I know people are really into like the the wireless lag versus the wired, but it were it seemed to work. Just keep in mind, you gotta have four of them if you're gonna have four people playing because you can only plug one in. I thought it was better for uh, being able to plug in your NES Classic or your Super Nintendo Classic controllers to use in the uh, NES application rather than have to buy the sixty dollar, you know, NES controllers from Nintendo. 
Uh, and then, of course, you can use your Super Nintendo controllers in the Super Nintendo app whenever that launches. At this point, it looks like it's happening soonish. I thought it worked all right, though. I think it was like 20 bucks, too. The only annoyance was that it took double A's or whatnot. It didn't have like a rechargeable battery. But I think I might be the only one here that uh, got it and tried it out and everything. So thanks to 8 Doe for sending that, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's a good me... company. Yes, they make some good control. Oh, yeah, you guys have the controls, right? Uh, Sean, what have you used that in at all? Um, what was I using it for? I was specifically playing. I haven't really used it much on the Switch because I play my Switch a lot in handheld mode. Mm-hmm. Like Tales of Vesperia, like that's that's what I've been playing it in handheld mode. Um, I played a, a freaking... I hooked it up to my computer and I played something. Oh, oh you played the Mario game. Yeah, that Mario game. Yeah. And it, it feels, I mean, it feels great. Um, where is the controller? It works well on the computer, too. I, I will admit that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got to get that Monster Boy game, dude. man. You got to get that. I did get it. Oh. They, sent, they sent me a copy as an apology for never <laughs> sending me in a copy. So, Dude, you got to play that game. That game is amazing. Yeah. It's, at some point. I'll probably download it tonight and check it out, cool. dude. It's it's uh it's addicting. Like you'll start playing it and and you'll just keep playing. You'll just keep playing it. It really is that good of a game. Uh, it visually looks really good. I think it looks best. Honestly, put it on your TV and check it out. Oh well, uh, yeah, because that's where you can even put it on your 4K TV and it'll still upscale and look good on your 4K TV. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah, and it's 60 frames per second too. Nice. Yep, it's pretty good. Uh, that's actually a good game for that. That's I played all the way through it with uh, the SNES 30. Worked fine. I think I even played a few sections of the GameCube controller because I just happened to have it hooked up. It was fine too. Um, <clears throat> let me go to uh, some of these real quick. The super chats. Uh, Wishbone asks, "What about the latest PS5 rumors?" I think we had rumor about a uh, chip from AMD and APU that appeared to be leaked, but we still don't know much about it. Just people were trying to decipher the codes for it, and it, it looked like it was going to be a, a pretty serious chip, but. Nothing else from there. I don't think Nate that uh, direct feeds game Nate. Did I miss anything else that happened outside I, of that? I didn't even see the leak. So okay, it was. It's a lot of speculation going on about it right now, and I'm waiting to see if any more information comes out because it it seemed to get out there from I, I think it was just codes that were being updated on their website, and people noticed it shared the same code as Sony's PS4 Pro chip. So that's why people were kind of putting those together. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we're 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 getting close, I think, to when we'll probably have the PS5 at least uh, uh, mildly revealed. Remember when they did that with the PS4, where they did uh, an early reveal in like a February, and all they told us about was that it was like x86 and like eight gigabytes of RAM, and like that was it. They ran the Unreal Engine 4 demo on apparently a dev kit for it, I guess, and then then we waited till like what E3 to get everything else. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll probably happen maybe in a bit couple months maybe a few months so what was interesting about that though is that it was all in the same calendar year so do you mm-hmm. think that it's going to be in, like announced and shown off and then it'll be released next year i think i think it'll actually be it's interesting i actually believe that it might not launch in a holiday but like you know the switch launched earlier in the year mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised to take a shot at that I, I wouldn't be either that might be the way to do it because then you can yeah. circumvent the whole uh like uh what was it like shortages for like holiday, you know? Yeah, I think that was very smart for Nintendo to do that because they did exactly that. They they hit the holiday hard when they had plenty of stock. So mm-hmm. uh, that always happens because they always sell out day one no matter what. And it's like launched in like, what, November most times, like the second or third week. 
it sells out every time and then they have to rush to restock it for the holidays it's such a weird business tactic and yeah there's times that i remember there was times uh, when the ps3 or not ps3 uh well ps3 too but ps4 was launching people wanted ps4s and they they couldn't buy them you know in the holiday and it's like you're, you might be losing out on sales they might not go back. they might not go back you know so yeah it's why not you know it's like exactly. like exactly it, it, it we're in a point now where video games are so popular and so accepted that they're just going to sell out people are going to it doesn't matter they'll put it on a credit card they don't care yeah the ps3 at 600 dollars sold out yeah i don't know it's like why not uh welcome to uh james taylor i'll just say i don't know sure as a, a new member thank you james taylor i know we have uh we have some emotes right evan yep. and then we have some other ones that we're working on as well but i think yeah. you have to get a certain mile it's or something yeah like a certain somewhere. amount of people subscribing or something, something or like that sponsoring. yes yes but welcome welcome uh and then we had uh oh uh, i guess i'll ask anyone else do you guys have any thoughts on when the ps5 is uh is getting announced slash teased by sony end of the year uh the year. playstation of experience yeah. uh and then launch in you know before around springtime next year mm -hmm. okay kind okay. of what i'm thinking too yeah well it's interesting that we all think now after the switch that they just launched outside of the holiday no sweat now I mean, why not? I, I think Sony just wants to be back on following the Nintendo method. I mean, it's interesting that they want to possibly get to the next generation before Microsoft. I feel like Microsoft is like ready to go. I feel like I've been hearing about their next console for like at least two years now. I know, right? Well, I mean, they're the ones, they're the first ones to acknowledge next gen, uh, you know, at that E3. I mean, technically Sony hasn't really acknowledged it yet. Yeah. So, I mean, they even gave it the nickname, you know, Scarlet and everything, so... We'll see. Uh, Chad Saran says SNES games on the Switch one step closer to GameCube games. I'd agree. I would like to see game, although they might just end up uh, what you call it, uh, remastering GameCube games even and putting them on there. But we'll see. Uh, Riku Key Two says RE2 releases an Anthem demo next Friday. Which are you more excited about? Oh, and one more week till Kingdom Hearts Three release. I'm more excited for Resident Evil Two. I'm still tentative about Anthem. I don't know about that. Uh, Anthem, Anthem. I'm gonna. This, I'm actually going to play it before I understand that it's actually good or not. Um, RE2, though, definitely. I'm ready for that game. Yes, me too. RE2. Ready. My for favorite. Resident. My favorite Resident Evil character of all time. Leon's back. So Leon. Yep, Leon yeah, is back. Got to put. Got Tofu is back, man. Yeah, tofu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like Claire too. I, I actually really like Claire. So um, she's back as well. I mean, everybody, everybody, rec everybody recognizes Leon, though. Everyone's like, oh, right, Leon's back. So. Yeah, everyone, Leon's awesome. And then it, it's like, you know, his rookie, like where you first see Leon, oh, yeah. you know, yep. so his rookie yep. campaign. So oh, that's, that's going to be great. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to Resident Evil in third person again, you know. I, I can't wait to punch a boulder. Hopefully you can punch <laughs> a boulder in this game. What would you, would you say, Sean? It's a very gory game. Oh, it better, it better be. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even even for a Resident Evil game, like the whole intestine scene, oh, I was like, holy shit, that, that, was pretty, that was pretty hardcore. Like, I dig that kind of stuff, though. I mean, it's like Walking Dead style. I mean, Walking Dead was hyper-violent for being on TV. That's true. <laughs> but that, that's fun, though. It kind of lets you know, like, nothing's off limits. That's kind of why I want to see, like... Resident Evil 3 see a remake with uh you know Nemesis and everything. Well they're doing that, aren't they? I think they've they've hinted at it, I think. Um or even don't have to wait as long as we did for two. Uh, I mean the thing that I'll say about this is they they took their time because it seems like they actually put the time in for this game. So uh, well, what would you think if they just used the same engine and then did something different with three with I mean, that same would, engine? I mean, yeah, I mean it's empty framework, isn't it? It's the yeah. no, same it's the, no, it's the RE engine. 
Sorry, engine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they would use the RE because like that's their in-house and like Devil May Cry Five is using the RE engine. So I mean, I would think that they would just use this engine. I mean, it looks it's obviously an amazing engine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It runs it runs really well too. So. Yeah. Empty framework was like Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World, um, and some of the older uh, Resident like Revelations. Those were all empty framework, and then they moved over yes. to the RE engine. Like Lost Planet. Like Resident Evil Seven. RE engine, so and we found out that the campaign is going to be uh, ten hours each. Yes. So we'll, you'll have uh, ten hours with Leon, ten hours with Claire. I don't. I think they said they're not going to do like an A and B campaign. So we'll just have two campaigns, and I guess you can do some stuff with Tofu as well. So that'll be that'll be good. Um. Then I had uh. Okay. Uh. Chats right. You might be able to answer this one, OJ. Because you did yeah. some work uh, on Grasshopper, he says that uh, Chet's rant uh, mentions that Grasshopper has no money, or is I guess uh, not as well off as most places to make a game. Uh, he says all of their games have had to cut corners. They should have ported No More Heroes one and two. Correct. Um, I personally feel that No More Heroes one and two would cost more money than than Travis Strikes Again. This is built off of Unreal Engine. It was something that they just kind of built, put together. No More Heroes two, they'd be taking like a, yeah, an SD game and putting it over. I, I think that would actually cost more money than this game here. Um, and yeah, he's right about that. I, I covered it a little bit ago. Uh, Grasshopper is having some issues. It, it seems so. Uh, their net value has went down. They changed banks. They moved out of the, um, they're, they're owned by their parent company, uh, Gungho Online Entertainment. They make like Puzzle and Dragon Z. They're owned by them. They moved out of their like super nice like area and moved into their own building. Uh, so there's definitely some issues there. Um, and yeah, their net values went down. Their employees have went down. So do you think that, uh, do you think he's ever made a pitch to Nintendo for them to buy him? Buy Grasshopper? Is that ever, ever a thing you think? Um, I think that's what he would want. Yeah. Or he would want like a, uh, like a next level games type of situation. That's, that's what I think is what, what he wants is like, Hey, you know, we have a long-term contract. We, we, you know, we can make games for you for this amount of time, X amount of time, or Y amount of time. That's what he I seems, think. He seems to like Nintendo. Like he seems to want to put his stuff on Nintendo's consoles. So that's where he's had most of his success outside of like maybe like Lollipop Chainsaw. Most of his games have done really well on Nintendo platforms. No More Heroes One in particular. That game. I can't imagine they, it would cost much for Nintendo to just acquire them if they really wanted to. It'd be like change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd literally be like if they feel like it but nintendo's never been that type of company to go out there and just buy, buy studios even if they can't, can't afford it you know right yeah and then if they did we could potentially get the michigan report from hell um remaster that we've all wanted uh, no one, yes does you not know what that game is no one knows what that game is go oh. like after after the after the, the cast tonight go watch some shit on michigan report from hell um on youtube it was a ps2 game it didn't come out stateside it came out everywhere else though that was done by grasshopper bizarre bizarre the the voice acting makes resident evil one on the ps1's voice acting like just like the greatest ever like it, it's so bad but it's it's hilarious and yeah michigan report from hell is the name of the okay. game okay check Classic. it out and then uh, i am legend says here's legendary all right also, another thing, real quick, with Suda. Sorry to sorry to kind of interrupt there. Like, um, Gunko's done nothing, you know, and I, I can see where Suda's frustrated because Let It Die is stupid, and they Gunko's literally not let them make anything cool, you know. Like mm -hmm. they since they've been acquired, what have they made, you know? So I can see why you know Suda's like, get me out of this 
I mean, it looks like that. Get me out of here. Let me make no more heroes. Let me make these cool ga that games that I want to make. I have to bet me is pitching heavily to Nintendo. Even if Nintendo like formed like their own internal studio or just brought Suda on and is like, let's do it. We'll give you, you know, actual good developers and studio and everything to work with. Let's I feel like that make quality product. I feel like that would actually help him. Like if they oh, just yeah. brought, if they brought him in because they could sort of you know not necessarily restrict his creative ability but you know maybe say like oh you know maybe that's a bit too much or maybe you should try this you know because a lot of his games like you know killer seven like it's it, a lot of his games are very very abstract yeah. and you know i think that's why that's why grasshopper has never really gotten any sort of mass appeal outside from no more heroes because no more heroes was a game that you know, even if even if the the storytelling was weird, like it came out at a good time when like storytelling like that was starting to become popular, and you know, over the top, you know, violence in a Wii game wasn't very commonplace. So it came out at such a good time. I feel like I don't know. I, I just feel like sometimes he gets a bit a bit too off the rails in some of his stuff, like Michigan Report from Hell. I'm telling you. <laughs> The game is out there. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Uh, yeah, it would be cool to see that. Just, just, just to see what what he come up with with a good team and staff and everything, and some money. So, I mean, he, he's done some stuff before. I mean, like Shadow of the Dam, you know, that he did with the Resident Evil Four producer. You know, um, he's he's got he's got some, he's got some talent. Just that, just the money's not there. I mean, I would I would like for Nintendo just to kind of absorb him in and just be like, you know, this is just. A release that they can do. I don't know if they're going to do it, but it, it would be nice. Um, it would be nice. If I they mean, could. they have to see some value in it if they're publishing their his game. Like they're yeah. publishing Travis. So like, yeah, no, they they're, they only the distribution. Well, distribution. Uh, yeah. Oh, distribution. Yeah, yeah, distribution. Still, I mean, they did something with them, and they yeah. obviously they kept advertising it like crazy. And you mean review codes? Nintendo was also distributing those too for people as well. So if you wanted a code for the oh, game, wow. Nintendo would get it for you, get it to you too. Actually, they, I, I did. I actually got it from uh, some. I actually got it from a different place. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo was also good. Like, yeah, I got mine. Nintendo was yeah. Yeah. Nintendo was yeah. So um, it's interesting. So they're doing distribution on it. Maybe that's why your case feels a little cheaper there. Uh, Jordan, maybe it's because it wasn't all Nintendo doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, there's, there's an article going around that there was um, the cases are starting to change for different games. So oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there actually is an article on that. I'm going Nintendo. So, oh, I mean, they did that, uh, what midway through the 360s life where they started carving out like holes in like the spot where the cover art behind the manual was and it had like the recycling like like um <laughs> logo there but that was kind of yeah. funny uh okay let's um let's go let's start with some of the topics here uh super nintendo games on the on the switch we talked a bit about this because it kept uh kept kind of popping over the news 22 of them it looks like have shown up and what's interesting is we also found out that it looks like Roughly 16 of them have all different types of languages and essentially localization done for the description. Uh, they're missing English ones, which is interesting. Those could be added later. But is anyone actually surprised that Super Nintendo games are right now, apparently, at least titles and descriptions and everything are currently residing in that NES application? No. 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 Why would you be surprised? They literally said <laughs> when the service first unveiled, there's going to be Super Nintendo and NES games. And then they just shied away from it. But you know, obviously people are pissed off that the service is what it is. People want more games on it. They want a more variety of games on it. You got two games this month. I mean, obviously 
there's probably a reason behind that. So yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think it's surprising. Maybe, maybe the game list was a bit surprising, like uh, Demon's Crest being on there. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that's kind of. There's a lot of and Breath of Fire Two is on there as well. I'm cool, so. I'm cool with Breath of Fire Two, though, man. Bring that. Yeah, in. like <laughs> I think, and I think what they're gonna do is they'll probably do exactly what they did with the NES shit, where you know the first batch you got 20 games, and then you know they start to trickle them out. So all of those, you know, 20 what was it 22 games or something like that. I can read off uh, a list of the ones that we believe would be day one. So here's what we think might be happening: is there's 22 of them. Uh, about 16 or so have been pretty much translated to the point where they're ready for all different regions. Uh, and we think English will be added like basically the day before they're ready to launch. And uh, I can read these off to you. Breath of Fire 2, Contra 3, Demon's Crest, F-Zero. Everyone's asking for F-Zero. There you go. Uh, Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Kirby Superstar, Mystical Ninja, Pilot Wings, Poppin' Twinbee, Super Goals and Ghosts, uh, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, and A Link to the Past. I mean that ain't, that ain't that ain't a bad start, and there's you know there's a lot of room for other bigger games on there as well. So yeah, I mean that's a good that's that's kind of needed. I think that would maybe not satisfy everyone, but I think it would make a, a lot more people happy with the service to have now a large variety of NES and Super Nintendo games. Obviously, they haven't pulled any NES games from the service yet, you know. So you know. We believe that's the idea is that basically they're going to you know, <coughs> flip a switch and all those games that is listed will appear as like the starting NES or Super Nintendo games. And they'll add more along. Maybe they'll add like two NES and like two Super Nintendo, maybe every month. That would be I mean, you know, that would be fine. Be nice. I guess. I wonder yeah. if they'll do um, special editions of. Well, I, I use the term special edition loosely. <laughs> save states. Um, save state. <laughs> I wonder if they'll do save states for, uh, for some of the SNES games. Maybe. I mean, that'd be cool. Like, I, I'm trying to think what they... It'd be cool if they did something like added an extra boss to like, I don't know, like a Breath of Fire 2 or something, or um, I thought it would have been... I thought it would have been cool if they grabbed games that were never even released uh, in like the US, for example, and brought it over. Like, everybody wants Secret of Mana 2 or Psychic Densetsu 3. There you go. Bring that over. <laughs> That'd be a bitch to translate, though. Dude, they had, it, it's already done! <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the collection exists in Japan, but it, they won't bring it over for whatever... If you get me going on this, I'm going to get angry. So I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's, that's, that's square. You know, they should be getting that over here. But, uh, yeah. It's like insane. Secret of Mana is like my favorite game, like my second favorite game of all time behind Breath of the Wild. And everyone keeps telling me the sequel's better. I'm like, I bring it. I want to play it. I want Japanese. I want English. It's a, it's in English. There's a full English oh. translation. That is it a fan? Play. Is it one of those fan translations? Yes, it's a fan translation, but it's a very well done fan translation. Yeah, they gave, yeah, they they gave it Mother Mother Three is a well done one too. Yeah, they but, gave Square permission to use it if they yeah, wanted they, to as well. It's funny. Square's being jabronis, <laughs> oh. man. There's no, I, that, that's oh. going to be the edited version. Square's they're being jabronis when it comes to this. So I don't Square, know cancel the new Bravely Default. Give me this. It's like they they, <laughs> they, they, they put resources into this really poorly done remake of second densetsu 2 or secret of mana you know like they they put resources oh. into that but can't localize like this is the type of stuff that i'm talking about it's like okay and then the developer is complaining about they don't get any money but you can't even localize this old game that is like how much money did you spend on remaking it with 3d graphics compared to just a localization of oh. a trilogy collection and then you're gonna sit here and talk about oh nobody bought so people don't want to play Secret of Mana, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's not it. <laughs> mm. so, I don't know. 
Uh man, and then I assume we're gonna see Super Nintendo controllers added as well, like the uh, NES controllers. Oh, okay. yep, eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah, they have to. They probably would make them more. That'd be crazy. I feel like they just make them sixty, like the other ones. But uh, eh, the NES ones are fine, but Super Nintendo controllers at least would be able to use be used in more games. I will say that because two shoulder buttons and enough face buttons to play some games. We're just buying an eight bit dough controller. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is. I mean. Yeah. That's that's what you should do. But uh, I'm just I'm waiting s- for N64 games. Dude, those the N64 controllers on the sides of the Switch are gonna look awesome. Yeah. And <laughs> all I mean, like honestly, I don't care how many games or what games they put on, as long as Chameleon Twist One and Two are there. I know I say it like all the time, but those that's games not, need to be brought back. It's not gonna be brought back. It's gonna be brought back. It's <laughs> it's it's a, it's a cult back. classic. And we deserve you are the cult leader. One. I you am know, the cult leader of the chameleons. You know what okay. they should do for that at 64 classic is uh quietly finish up Earthbound 64 and drop it on there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Drop it on there. That's why Mother 3 isn't coming over, man. There you go. Mother 3's coming. You guys need to have faith. <laughs> Dude, the faith. day that they announce Mother 3 is the day that like the internet like just literally catches on fire. <laughs> That's going to be insane. All, all the Reggie memes, the fire, literally, it's going to it's gonna catch on fire. Everything. I, I, it'll probably happen eventually, but it's going to be really funny when it does. People people probably just won't believe it. But uh, if they actually did a package release of it, that would be awesome. Like, not like a virtual console release or, or whatever, subscription service, but an actual, like, just like an actual cartridge you can go buy. Man, that'd be crazy. Of Mother 3? Yeah. Oh, just and like if they had a up. manual in it, I'd pay up to fifty to sixty bucks for an actual cartridge and a manual, like old school. I would pay actually, and I don't even like the game that much. Like it's okay. <laughs> they have to, they have to like know that there is a big market for a special edition for that game too. I don't. That's not even a big market for the game in general. I mean, you have people sending that kind of like what binders and books full of signatures, and I feel like they would actually sell. Like well, well this, it's this is the same audience that said, "Oh, we need a new Kid, Kid Icarus." It comes to 3DS, a million people buy it, but five million people were begging for it. They, well, they'd come out with Mother Three, a hundred fifty thousand people would buy it, and then they'd say, "Well, no one cares." And then watch your, watch your mouth, Nate. <laughs> it's, it's the truth. I don't. I don't. You keep saying we want Mother Three, and then it will come out, and it'd be like, I, I don't know, forty-five thousand copies. I know the Kid Icarus fans were looking for an uprising kind of game, just to be fair. Well, I was good for an uprising type of game. That game was amazing. The control. No, no, the game's amazing, but it's just like, it's like Kid Icarus Uprisings didn't start as a Kid Icarus game. It became a Kid Icarus game. So it's like when you have Kid Icarus fans being like, oh, we really want another Kid Icarus game. They're not thinking of something like Uprising. Yeah, they weren't thinking of a good game. They were thinking of a terrible Metroid (laughs) spin-off thing that you shot arrows at eggplant. I mean, the original Kid Icarus is crap. Nobody's going oh, back to that NES game and saying, oh, there it this is. game is there awful. It is. Nobody is saying that. It's, it's, not, it's not as good as Uprising. <laughs> Uprising I, I, is amazing. I, I agree it's, with Nate. Completely. It's not as good. The original Kid Icarus, and the, there's two. There's the NES one, then there's the, the Game Boy one, right? And then... Yeah. Yeah, I've played. They're they're not they're they're not, not as good as I remember when I was a kid. Yeah, they're not as good, but no. I mean, but everybody's got to start somewhere. Well, here's what they should do: they should they should call everyone's bluff and release it, and then when no one buys it, Mother Three or it sells very poorly, they should be like, "Well, see, this is why this is why you guys don't get anything good." I, I honestly feel like it would, <laughs> it would flop to some degree. I, I I think Nate's Nate's right because I mean it's just like any sort of thing that's on the internet. 
the loudest people are usually a very vocal minority. And well, they, they, make you, they make you think like, oh, this is how everyone thinks. And this is, but in reality, it's like life versus the internet is like night yeah. and day. And so. a lot of them, a lot of them just want to be part of something at that oh, point. <laughs> and they'll just keep the argument going because Nintendo will release it as a limited physical release at GameStop only, like they did before. <laughs> and so they'll be like, oh, it just didn't sell because it was only GameStop and they only made like 10 copies. And <laughs> like GameStop, will, Ga- GameStop will say it's a new copy and they'll sell it to you for like $300. <laughs> Xenoblade? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew someone was going to get that reference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, they yeah. got me, man. <laughs> <What are> you- <laughs> <laughs> they should, like I said, they should just Xenoblade. do it just to call everyone's bluff. That's there all. There you go. That's all. Just like how no one wants Metroid Prime Trilogy, right? I want Prime Trilogy would outsell would outsell Mother 3. Yeah, so, well, yeah. 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 Dragon Strikes Again would outsell Mother 3. <laughs> oh, man. It already has. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah, just with the copy Jordan bought. Or else yep. Mother 3. <laughs> we winning out here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, Super Nintendo, you guys think it's uh, those are games are launching this month? Or you think they're waiting until February or even later in the year? I think we get the first details probably at the investors meeting, but I could see them hold it off till like this March for like the second anniversary of the launch type of thing. Oh, that's a clever idea. Yeah. Second anniversary. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking February just because um, there's no like release that I know of for like exclusive switch release. Maybe, or maybe there's some like independent games coming out. Um, I know the dragon mark for death, the, uh, the physical version of that game is coming out in February. Most people are probably going to get the game in February because it comes out at the very end of January. So, I mean, there's only that game. So maybe they launch it in February and kind of say, this is the thing for February, you know, um, I'm thinking they probably have something for February. Just haven't told us yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> <that'd be laughs> <laughs> Metroid prime four. That'd be, a, that'd be a quick, that'd be a quick turnaround. I don't know. That'd be really quick. <laughs> what do you, what, maybe, are, you hinting, are you hinting at anything, John? Your game's oh, already played. We got all right. <laughs> Are you hinting anything that you want to let the people know about? No, no, no not, not again. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything coming up? No. <laughs> Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game, too, comes out next month. Uh, on the there you go. There Already? You go. $60 for that shit. Are you I kidding I would pay me? 80 <laughs> This is this is uh yeah so this is why we were expecting some kind of director or something coming up because they don't have Yoshi I guess is like March is that it March is that March. it but like is that it like Yoshi yeah I'm I'm looking it's gonna be a very was... boring uh best upcoming Nintendo Switch games for the month of February video Jesus Christ there you go <laughs> Dragon Mark for Death I know that I know it comes out technically in January but make sure you let people know about the physical edition in February it is oh, January. Wow. The monster or the monster energy drink better the game better be on your list, Sean. <laughs> I'm gonna ha- I might have to put it on there. Well, better if it's not number one, you did it wrong and you defect oh, it. Oh man, <laughs> Remy lore, a roguelike game because I haven't played one of those in a oh, while. Oh yeah, Central Fiction comes out February seventh. That's a good game. Are you sure? What is that? Central Fiction. Ape Out comes out on february 7th as well okay, so yeah nintendo doesn't have much other than yoshi coming up so. holy crap this game looks terrible there you go the volver digital game is going to be terrible sean i said it looks <laughs> terrible i'm sure it'll be somewhat fun to some degree but i actually didn't know what that game was even about until i actually clicked on the icon because it's just a guy behind a jail i was like what like is it a guy or is it it's an actual ape behind a jail cell i was like I'm like this game has to be something stupid. 
I still don't know what it is. What is he shooting people in a zoo? It looks, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't really get it. They're this, and they're capitalizing on the the lack of an ape escape right now because the PlayStation experience didn't happen, and then they didn't, and Sony didn't announce so, the uh, remakes of those. So, games. what is the game like? Harambe's Revenge. See, that's the thing. Like, that's the sequel. I think, uh, I think ape games are very vastly underproduced, and like, <laughs> like I, I, if I see a game with a monkey like starring in it or something, I'm, I'm automatically interested in it. Like, listen, Planet, I still want to play Planet of the Apes VR. Like, I was I just bought, gonna bring that up. It is bad. It is really it's got bad. monkeys in it, and but it's bad. <laughs> you, you have to climb stuff, and it's really bad. It's really bad. I, I always wanted so, a Curious George game when I was a kid, and I, I, I don't know if there is one. So there's one that came one out of those. PS2, I think. Yeah, when the movie came out. So if they added Apes to Ace Combat, would you buy it for sixty? Ape yeah. Combat. Yeah. Oh yeah. There Ape we go. That's what it's missing. Just these Apes. There we go. Like that. What was that game? Um, from E3, the monkey game, where like you go through civilization as from like a primate. To like a Neanderthal or whatever. Oh, like I yeah. thought that game looked awesome. I was like, this game looks stupid. I'm like, what's wrong with you? It's a monkey. It's tight. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah. You so, big super uh, super monkey ball fan over there? Oh god, yes. Yo, can we get a new one with them Joy Cons already? You can just do the motion. Oh, mm, I just want nice. that so bad. But, That's asking yeah. too much of, of company like Sega. You know? Come on, they need to figure it out. That's all I gotta say. Uh, let's uh, let's talk a bit about Mortal Kombat 11. Can we do that? Can we talk about Mortal Kombat 11? Nope. Is, oh, <laughs> is there a monkey in it? There might there be. Been a monkey confirmed? <laughs> I mean, there's, still, there's a lot of characters they haven't shown us yet. Primal Rage crossover. I think they showed a six, and I think there's 26. People are counting the spaces, so there's still like 20. Actually, one of them is uh, Shao Kahn. He's like a pre-order bonus or something. So there's still like 20 or so characters left to show us, but that game looked insane. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. watch the, did you guys watch the live stream for it? Oh yeah. I yeah. did. Yeah. I, I, I live streamed it, but uh, John, anytime you want me to slap Jordan for me on my podcast, <laughs> let me know. Okay. I, I, I'll Why? Put him in his... Who's slapping me? what I do? Okay. okay. I'm sorry. what yes, I do this I watched time? The... <laughs> you said, Nope. He's oh, no, he said, I was nope. making a joke because he said, does anyone want to talk about it? I was like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. I'm just saying God, I get bullied everywhere I go. Jeez. <laughs> it's uh, so the game so far was good. They showed us uh, uh, like customization. It looked like it came straight from like Injustice Two yeah. for some of the different customization stuff, which makes me wonder about the. Uh, we assume there'll be microtransactions of the game because WB likes those now too. Of course. Um, and I'm also curious about some of the characters. We saw Cabal get teased, but they didn't do any type of guest characters at all. They didn't show any guest characters. They showed a new character with uh, Garrus. I, I think that would be DLC for the guest characters. I think so? Okay. Yeah, I think that might be like a DLC type of thing. And maybe they just get like the because it looks like all the previous characters aren't gonna make it back in, right? Like, or it's gonna be like a long DLC plan. That's what I'm thinking. I was surprised to see Cabal get T. although he wasn't really in MKX uh 10. He was he was seen in cutscenes and stuff. I know that, but he was a very small part of the story. Uh so I guess they're like putting him in because they showed him run past a part. Um, mm. During the during the live stream, and then the audience went. <gasps> yeah, I know people got really excited. Uh, Did you see it were... for like half a second? Everyone's just like, oh. <laughs> it was like yeah. I didn't even see who it was. <laughs> <laughs> All you needed to see was like the really just the blur. Like, and, and when he ran past it, he made it spin. So that's like, yeah. Cabal's mm. thing. that's that's Cabal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. definitely Cabal. Yeah, so that's that's we pretty much knew that was going to be 
Gonna be a thing once it's all that. But they said you gotta wait till like the 30th or the 31st. No, 30th, I think, is when they're doing their community event. And I guess they'll tell us about Cabal then. Uh, and then the fatalities looked in like really, really good. Oh my gosh. Like I, I you know, I like went into it. I was like, how can they keep getting creative with fatalities? And there's like ripping people's heads or faces off. He rips off like three layers and then yeah. gets to his brain <laughs> and then uses his takes a bite <laughs> out of his brain with Baraka. That was just absolutely vicious, man. It was well, crazy. It, you know what's interesting about it? Like, if you see that in like a movie or something, people would get like grossed out. But like for some reason, the way they do it in Mortal Kombat is just—I don't know if it's because it's like cartoony or like arcadey or what. I don't know. It doesn't. It's it, it, it doesn't make sense because I saw Scarlet get shot through the head, the eyeball from Sonya Blade, and oh, she yeah. was completely fine right after that. Like, oh, yeah. so, <laughs> see, there was no hole in her head. She was right back to being, you know, cute Scarlet. So I was like, okay, it doesn't make sense. So I think that's the why it's like, you know, why people it's just, just fantastical, like I guess. It's like yeah. Dragon Ball. If you go back and look at Dragon Ball Z, that was a pretty violent show, but we were kids watching it, and we were like, oh, okay, that's fine. You got a yeah. whole shot in them, whatever. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why it was fantastical, but it was, it looked good. It was like Mortal Kombat 10, I didn't like as much as nine. So I'm hoping I like this one more than 10. Uh, but the story is going to be interesting too, because like Raiden's like evil now. Uh, and they talked a little bit about the gameplay too. Have you guys kind of like got a chance to check out like or what they said about the gameplay? Oh, like, like a. YouTube, I saw some YouTube uh, personalities go and test the stuff out. Yeah, it seems like it's a little bit more of a slower pace mm, than, than okay. like Mortal Kombat 10. You know, 10's quicker. 10's definitely quick, a uh, little bit speedier than 9. And it looks like they kind of slowed things down a little bit. Okay. So if it so, plays closer to a nine, I'll be. I think I'll actually like that more. Yeah, yeah. Picking kind of your spots when to attack and things like that. A little bit slower pace compared to it to ten. Ten was like kind of fast twitch and like twitchy a bit, you know, which some people love, some people hate. But um, it's it's going to be interesting how like you know how the competitive play also you know factors into this one. Okay. Yeah, I, li I like nine more. So I actually like. I'm happy to hear that. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be really cool, and then I gotta see what other characters they're gonna drop in there. I mean, you assume all the all the basics will be there too, like Shang Tsung, he'll be there. I assume. I wonder if they'll put Goro in there. There was a, a developer who might have leaked one of the characters the other day. I think Reptile. Yes, I saw that a Reptile uh, appears to be in. As I, I, hope Rep, I would hope Reptile would make. Yeah, I'd hope he'd make it. He Ermac, has to make it in. Ermac should be in there. Okay. They actually made him uh, canon throughout. That's the other thing, Sean. You missed like all the stuff with like Ermac being put into the game. Like they explained where he came from in uh, Mortal Kombat Nine, and he went on a rampage. And they showed how Jax got his like metal arms and everything. Oh, that's kind of yeah. cool. Ermac yeah, is like freaking like Goku in Mortal Kombat. He's strong. <laughs> yeah, they, in he's the first one, strong. in the in Nine, I should say, uh, they made him really, really strong in the story. Oh yeah, um, Max destroyed. They made they made who you call it, uh, uh, really powerful as well. Um, what was her name? Shoot, that's gonna bother the girl that screams at people. Yeah, the chick with the Sindel. hair. Sindel, Sindel. Yeah, yeah I mean, Sindel. They, yeah, she was really strong in the. She like kick everybody's ass at one point. She, like in the she <laughs> killed like six people back to back to back, and then uh, who you called it? Uh, Nightwolf had to show up, and he killed himself, killing her. Yeah, <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sean, you should just go watch all the cutscenes. <laughs> might I might just do that tonight. They have uh, it's actually a really good movie to be honest. Uh, they have uh, uh, Cyber Sub Zero in the game too. They take Sub Zero and they turn him into one of like the Sector and Cyrax robots. Weird. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I don't know, it, was, it was pretty neat. Uh, so I would, go, I would go watch that. We we spent a lot of time, like I said, Evan and I playing that back in the day. Um, but uh, Nate, you pointed out something to me. Uh, Direct feeds game, Nate. Uh, you 
told me that in the interview they mentioned who was porting the switch version yes shiver <laughs> studios uh classic shiver who's known for uh what are they <laughs> scribble not showdown for switch oh, epic and apparently uh uh what was the other one lucius right the the lucius games on um you <laughs> see oh god the Lucius games. Yeah, so maybe that's... I don't know if it's good or bad news. For the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, I, I think a lot of people were hoping for like a, a panic button or an Iron Galaxy or something. I mean, yeah. I, I guess it's good that it's a company that has worked with like WB in the past, so they might at least... They might be looking at them and be like, you guys have to do a good job or we're never going to hire you again. So that <laughs> might be beneficial. I mean, hopefully the game doesn't come out and it's, you know, it's like 30 frames a second at 240p and the game WWE crashes. Yeah, WWE. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, I would like to think that they wouldn't do it if they knew they couldn't get 60 frames out of it. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, look how they're handling the whole like release date around the game for the Switch version. We don't they, even know when it, it's coming it's, out. <laughs> it's coming out in what, like May in Australia and Europe, and the American press release. It's it says. The release date is beginning on April 23rd, so they kind of left themselves a door where they could still delay the Switch version and make that statement true. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. I mean, I, all right, so Australia and Mortal Kombat, they have their own history. You can go back and look at that, but uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's why I, was, I wouldn't be surprised if it was delayed there anyway, but it sounds like it was Europe too, so... It, yeah, it could uh, just be outside regions and the american release will still be day and date with the other versions it they just they're handling it really weird yeah it's it reminds me a bit of that wwe situation where i think that that whole thing remember they just launched it and it just showed up in stores before they were even ready to launch it yep. uh people mm -hmm. got it before they even like announced the release date and they couldn't get the data for it download it and everything it was a whole thing and i don't i don't know if because this is uh, a bigger release than WWE, obviously. It's it's a Mortal Kombat that they've yeah. been working on for about four years, I think, is what the rumor was. Um, so it's I would I would like to think they're going to only release it if they're going to do it right. I mean, I imagine they're going to do it right. I mean, with Unreal Engine Four, I mean, Switch doesn't have native compatibility with it, and we've seen games like Dragon Ball Fighters where they downscaled it and you still got sixty frames a second, obviously at a lower resolution. So that should be the case here with Mortal Kombat Eleven. So I, I am hopeful the port is good. It's just the studio handling it. There's really nothing to look back at and say, oh, they did an awesome job with this high-end game. They, they did. Lucius they, 3, come on. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and they did Scribble Knots. I mean, that's a very technically demanding game. And they're from Finland? Finland. Like, that's good. Is it good? I, <laughs> I, went, to a, I went to a fin, like a Finnish restaurant the other day. It was pretty damn good, dude. So, See? I mean, we're just putting the puzzle pieces together over here. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that somehow connects to video games. <laughs> <laughs> Famous anyone, people. Has anyone even here played like Lucius 3? Evan, you played didn't you play one of Lucius games? Played oh. the first Lucius. First Lucius is good. Yeah. I like the first one. The second one, not so good. The third one is just bad. Like it's comically bad. Like it's it's like I think they do it on purpose bad, like with the facial animations when they talk. <laughs> it's a bad game. It's a really bad game. <laughs> Pamela Anderson's great grandfather was from Finland. Oh. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> He's just looking famous things up from Finland. I, I think we're looking at the wrong shiver because there's one in Miami that also does games. 
Shiver Shiver Games, right? Developer for Lucius too. I think I think they're from. No, there's one in Miami that's oh. is run by a guy who used to work for EA and and Tiburon and all these other companies. So we're either looking at the wrong company or. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You so know, it's is... e- it's either in awesome Miami or it's in Finland where I thought it was like Anderson's okay. mother or father. I think Nate's from. right with the whole Miami thing. Mm. The only problem is, is that the one in Miami, they don't list a single thing they've ever done. Yeah, because there's Shiver Games uh in uh Holinsk, uh Helsinki. Yeah. Finland? Yeah, there's yep. Shiver Games and there's Shiver Studios or Shiver Entertainment. Oh well the Shiver in Miami has uh, a Mario Kart arcade set up with four Mario Kart arcade cabs in there. All so right, they so they're the winners. Money. They have to be the ones doing it then. They gotta they be, like, yeah. They sound like good people. Not those Finnish. We <laughs> 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 just sat here crapping on them for no reason. They're not even a part of it. They're sitting there like, what? We didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, we haven't given you a reason to hate us. We just... We made no, they Lucius made Lucius three. 3. Yeah, they no, made Lucius 3. It's okay, okay. I mean... I mean, did he say? Did he say Shiver Games or Studios? Do you remember? He said Shiver Studios, but uh, neither one is called Shiver Studios. Yeah, the one's called it's Shiver either... Entertainment. Yeah. So Nether Realms doesn't even know who the hell they hired. <laughs> <laughs> that should instill some confidence. Oh man, hire from whoever Finland. does a better job. Where do you work, Shiver? Like it must be those Finland <laughs> ones. Like no, we're from Miami. Like I don't know Never. where the hell you work. Never doubt Nether Realms Studios and Ed Boon's eyebrows, my man. Come on. Oh my God, you and his <laughs> eyebrows still. <laughs> They are Calm some down. fierce eyebrows. Though. They are some very fierce yeah. eyebrows. <laughs> Jesus Lord. This should just be added as a character in Smash, just the eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, is it is it also possible that they're working on it internally and they're using that studio to help with like like No. And in, in the interview they said we're not doing it internally. Oh, Shiver interesting. Shiver Studios is doing all the work. Okay. So, Shiver Studios. All right, so I think it is Shiver Entertainment in Florida because uh, there is one follower on their Twitter account, and they've only ever put two things on Twitter from 2014. But we all know who that one follower is. Of course, it's Doc Trey. So I think, <laughs> oh. it's, I think it's safe to say that's legit. Probably that. That's probably legit. that shiver. Legit. Yeah, I did see Trey's video. I think it's the one from Miami. So yeah, hmm. I think That'd it has interesting. To be. All right. Well, we'll see what they. So they don't have anything up here about what they've done then. No, I think they did the scribble not showdown. Okay. Okay. Which, I mean, that still doesn't exactly give confidence to a Unreal Engine 4 fighting game, but... <laughs> Wait, this says Shiver Leadership has led some of the industry's largest companies and helped shape some of its most successful franchises, including Madden, FIFA, Call of Duty, Guitar Hero? Well, it's because the people worked they, on those before mm-hmm. they made the studio. Ah, interesting. Okay. 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 So a bid, a big red button situation. So they have some experience. Then we'll see what happens. Maybe I guess this maybe this is their first big project. I guess to try to tackle. See what happens. Did you see that collector's edition for Mortal Kombat? The three hundred dollar one. Yeah, like I was like, yo, that was. I was like, yo, that's awesome. Like I really want that. And then as soon as I went on, saw the price, I said, that better be the best like bust ever. Like that better be like heavy and like made really well, mm-hmm. or else three hundred dollars is like one hundred fifty <laughs> too much. What'd you say, yeah. Jordan? It's called it's called a bust, you pervert. Heavy, baby. I'm like, never mind. I'll just stop. Uh, let me <laughs> let me go. Uh, can we can we move over to uh, one time? I'm serious. 
Yeah, Mortal Kombat looks good though. I'm excited for it. That's coming out uh, April 23rd. One of the guys, the vice president of technology <laughs> at Shiver, did Clay Fighters for the Super Nintendo. So I mean, they got the fighting pedigree. Really? Am, am I the only one concerned that Sonya Blade's gonna get knocked out by a single punch in 48 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a low blow when there doesn't need to be one. <laughs> uh, let's let's move over to uh, EA and Star Wars. I'm sure everyone's really excited to talk about that. EA apparently decided to move on from the uh, Jason Schreier continued to like uh, kind of expand on it, but it sounds like EA moved on from that project that they had moved over from Visceral, closed them down, moved over to EA Vancouver, and now they've decided to move on from the game that they were trying to turn from single player into open world, and now they're moving on to another Star Wars game that they're going to try to create and flip and get out there in two years. They're gonna try to get it out, out and done in 2020. Apparently, great. I, I, <laughs> I, I am wondering if that's actually gonna be a thing or if that's gonna be possible. But well, we still have this year's Star Wars game, right? We still have that secret respawn project that uh, they still haven't shown off. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the, the Jedi uh, Fallen Order is apparently this year. Is that is that the the secret title? No, apparently they're working on another one too. Oh my god. Yeah, and then they have EA Vancouver working on um, this new one that they've shifted to, pivoted to, apparently. And uh, the other thing is they might come back to this game. I guess they were having a hard time with it, and they want to make one that's less open world and more, I guess, streamlined. One, apparently, that's Jason Schreier said it was a smaller project, I guess, compared to what they were trying to do before. It said it was going to take too long to make this game. They're running out of their... I think their contract... It's a 10-year contract, I believe, with with Disney. When did they sign it? 20 um 2013 right 2013 yes they have till 2023 so they're on the back end and they've released how many star wars games two Two. (laughs) yeah they might want to get some of those games out and how many have they canceled seven so this this company's fraudulent ea this is a fraudulent ass company excuse me this is a fraudulent company (laughs) how do you get to this this Star Wars licensing and branding only have two games with all the money and resources that they have. They still can't make a game better than KOTOR. They still can't make a game better than Jedi Outcast. They still can't make a game better than the original Battlefront games on the PS2. Like, this is this is ridiculous. How do they still have this? I mean, I guess it's a 10-year deal. But I really hope Disney does not re-sign, this- like, with these bums. Like, these people are straight-up bums at EA. Not saying that they're – it's hard to make Star Wars games. I get it. Development is hard. It's not easy. But come on. You have the money. You have the – the, the talent you have people there yet you you got two games in all these years mm-hmm. that that's ridiculous for star wars fans like absolutely ridiculous and then what they've done with the star wars games is even worse like star wars battlefront 2 come on i mean so ugh. especially when you go back to like the heyday there was a someone put up this i don't even want to call it a meme it's not a meme it's facts like there was a four-year period like in the early like late 90s early 2000s where there was like 15 star wars games that came out mm-hmm. and like 10 of them were like excellent games and ea's had the franchise for like just as long if not longer and we've had two and more cancellations and the two you did you screwed them both up yeah it, it, we used to get movie-based games even yeah like pod racer back in the day Rogue oh, Squadron. Pod racer was good pod racer, pod racer was, good. was good i played that rogue squadron yeah. was great that was, i loved rogue oh, that was, that was fantastic I, obviously the kotar games like oj said like i don't know what is going on Jedi Outcast was good. I mean, oh, yeah, like, Jedi Outcast. Yeah, I like Jedi. I like Jedi Knight. That one was. I like oh, that one. Yeah, See, that, that was not bad. The first one, the PC. <laughs> like, how do you go from that back when it was LucasArts? So, like, why? What did, what did EA do to make them think they could handle this? It's not just EA. It's Disney. 
Yeah, yeah. Disney yeah. dictates so much for their properties that they license out that even if EA did have like a great concept for a game, Disney can just come in and be like, nope. And then EA's like, well, we can't retool it. Well, that's canceled. Back then, you didn't have that overseer of like a Disney caliber. It was LucasArts, and they're like, yeah, make this game. Yeah, they, they were like, do everything. <laughs> do whatever you want. You have Anakin Skywalker, uh, stabs, you know, younglings, the game. Sure, make it. Now Disney's no. like, no, no, no. Yeah, we got to sure. be able to sell this stuff to but, kids. But in it's stores. not Disney's <laughs> fault. What happened with Battlefront 2 and Battlefront 1, like in terms of like the gameplay in those games and how it was structured, like with the, the, the complete throttling of progression and star cards and the microtransactions. That's not, that's not Disney. I actually think, well, I think the first battlefront was made the way it was where there was no real story at all because of how much they had to go through Disney to like, uh, approve everything. Apparently the process to approve like anything is ridiculous with Disney. Okay. So that's Especially what I, story wise, that's yeah. what a lot of people are, have been discussing online is that, uh, the, and I feel like the second one had its story, but I bet you a lot of that had to go through them. The real thing that kills me is a big story based game like KOTOR. Apparently they've been trying to make one. They've done it twice and they've, they've canceled both of them essentially in the background. Uh, that, and they never told us about them. So there you go. KOTOR has apparently been attempted twice that we haven't even known about. With Bioware. Well, yeah, I mean, you figure it would have to be with Bioware. <laughs> well, I mean, right. it's EA. They're like, who's out there? Right, let's, let's just let's just let's just make this just, EA well, Vancouver. Screw Disney up. and EA then. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Screw both screw both of them. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to go about screw both of them. It, it's a it's amazing that like Star Wars should be the easiest thing to make money on in the video game space. Like, just make a good game and it'll sell. I mean, they were mad that it sold Battlefront 2 sold what nine million copies? Did it really? They, they, yeah. That was that was a while ago too. It's probably sold more yeah. since then. But they were I mean, like, it's ten dollars now. But but back then it was like I think it was on sale at the time for like forty or fifty dollars because uh, that was uh, its first holiday. So in like mm. three months, well, that, it sold nine million copies. But well, like, that's the thing. Like they're disappointed because they know if they would have just did it right, it could have been like a twenty million seller. Like yeah, yeah. it should have been like, because the first one sold uh fourteen million in that same time period. And then yeah. everyone realized and like the first one's biggest sin really wasn't even the story it was the $50 DLC that yeah. like completed the game. Yep. And it's just like, why don't you just make a good game and sell? they have enough studios and stuff to make a star Wars game every year if they wanted to. And it was like a single player or like a, like they want all these games to be live services and there's not enough, there's not enough players to go around for that. Like with all these companies doing it, eventually at the point where people are just not going to play your live service anymore. I don't know. I don't know why. It, I don't know why just, they want to do it. It's weird. It's it's so frustrating. Like I grew up with Star Wars games. Like I I'm like a big Star Wars guy. I if I had the money, I would have so much merchandise in this house. I wouldn't be able to see anything but Death Stars and <laughs> and X Wings everywhere. But it's it frustrates me so much. Like I at first I was when when, when the EA partnership was announced, I was like, okay, look, like EA is going to screw it up, but at least we'll get a bunch of screw ups. But like the thing I don't understand is they can have a live service if they want, but like every game doesn't have to be a live service. They could do a single player game if they want. Single player oh, this game is this don't is sell. Come on. <laughs> Nobody like, wants it. It's got to have tacked on multiplayer. Yeah, but they'll have their Battlefront and they can keep that going for years if they want. But like, but, <sighs> drop that 15 million seller, man. Drop that single player game. But Just how long? HD Rogue Squadron. Yeah. How long until... Oh, that would be. Just remaster. Come on, at least how long that. until a battle royale? 
Star Wars Battle Royale. How long? You think it's going to be like a Battlefront 3? If it was all Ewoks, I'd be down. Yeah. Knowing EA, they'll get on the bandwagon as soon as it's stopped. If if they can build it right, I honestly think that'd be pretty interesting. I'm surprised Mm. it's not here already. I'm actually surprised it's not already here. To to be honest, it actually makes sense for that IP, too. Yeah, it makes sense. Massive battles. Yeah. Yeah. Huge battle. Epic. They probably Literally experimented with it, but you start as a stormtrooper. No one can hit anybody, so it's just the game's never <laughs> ended. There's there's a definite there's different contrast between Marvel and uh, and Disney and Star Wars, though. You're right, Nate, because Marvel is like licensing the stuff out. Like like you're seeing uh, obviously Spider Man that came out that did, that's done well, and then we see uh, what Ultimate Alliance three coming out. Yeah. I have a feeling Microsoft is probably even talking to them about doing a game with one of their studios. Maybe if they were smart, they would do another Hulk game. The yes. silly Avengers game. Yeah, I feel like Marvel being like its own thing that they own is like able to do more. Yeah, it's just it's just a it's so like different. Star Wars just straight up Disney. There's yep. no middleman. Yep, it's just so different between them. And like you said, the Avengers project is coming at some point. It was supposed to be. They were like, we'll tell you more information by the end of 2018, and that never happened. So I do at the Game Awards. I was like, I was like, oh, they're finally going to show. So oh wait, what this this is not that. Oh yeah, <laughs> Ultimate Alliance. Okay, it's something else. I'll take that. That's where a lot of people thought it was going to happen because it was like the last big gaming event of the year, yeah. and they said by the end of 2018, and uh, they never told us anything about it. Which I mean, I'm not really surprised because Square is a mismanaged company from the start, <laughs> so mm. I'm not shocked. Uh, like I wouldn't have been surprised if it was like supposed to be like revealed at the end of December, and they just like overslept one day for the meeting. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah, E3 then. Yeah, maybe I guess, I guess it's it's possible that it's you know it's square. We're still waiting to see Final Fantasy VII remake at this point. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like you know you know it's bad when Kojima's like, what happened to Final Fantasy VII remake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, EA is um other EA. I'll be curious if they decide to re up with them because I think the contract will run its course. Who's willing um, to deal with depending on how difficult Disney or looking at how difficult disney is to deal with i mean like who's going to be up to dealing with this crap you know what i'm saying like at this point we might i mean i'm not going to sit here and say like kiss great star wars games but goodbye but we're never it look it seems based on what you guys are saying it seems like we're not going to have it like like the kotor and the rogue squad because all those games came out in a very like prime was saying in a very small time window within like a span of what six yeah. seven years we had all of those ga- those cool games that you guys are talking about you know that i played too back like on the, the sixth generation you know the, yeah. the fifth and sixth generation so like it seems like we're never going to get that and anything that falls short it's just going to fall short of that so i mean i don't know if it's ever going to be like how it was you i'd know? like to i'd like to think they'll see marvel and take cues from them and be like okay maybe we should try you know licensing all the stuff out to different companies and studios but i don't know what other company could do it uh ubisoft maybe i don't know I, they need to ease up. I mean, I, it seems like the problem here is Disney. Like for the, I mean, they need they need to ease up and let people make the type of games because I'll do. I mean, obviously, like we all played the old Star Wars games; those were all dope, you know. But you have to have it to where it's not exclusive. This whole exclusive license thing really kills the innovation. I mean, no shots to JP on Twitter, but look at Madden. You know what I'm saying? Like, look look what's happened to Madden. Look look what's happened to football, American football. You know. Um, it used to be oh, a lot more competitive, you know, yeah, with the different yeah. games, 2K and everything like that. You know, oh, look yeah. at it now. Yeah, it's it's very boring and lacks the days going EA's part at this point. Yeah, honestly, I would love if Ubisoft took, you know, the rights to make the games and they gave us something like an open world on the 
like somewhat like the last Assassin's Creed game. That'd be incredible. Mm. My like, problem is, would it feel like a Ubisoft game then? Just with Star Wars stuff. Uh, of course. But that's better than what we're here, getting. Climb up, you know, synchronize, <laughs> and then it, go yeah. to the next area. Yeah. I mean, it would be really cool if you get in like an X-wing on the ground and just start flying around through. The, uh, like that would be cool. Yeah, but, like um, the Ubisoft games repetitive and they share a lot of the same ideas, but I don't necessarily dislike or hate a lot of the stuff to be fair out. if they put lightsabers in it most people wouldn't wouldn't care they play it so oh yeah yeah there you go <laughs> uh i'm i'm very curious as to what respawn has with jedi fallen order uh i assume that's it it's it, it feels like that's going to be a live service but like i don't know the way it sounds like jedi fallen order it almost sounds like it's going to try to actually tell a story so titanfall 3 I mean, that's the one thing. Uh, Titanfall 2 was good, and I, I would like to see what Respawn could do with Star Wars, so we'll see. We'll see what happens um, with that one. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll do some... Any other Discord questions there, Evan? Uh, just the Discord one. Questions? What with we the got? announcement of the new consoles arriving, what do and don't you want to hear? As, I guess, more news. Uh, I don't want to hear that there's a Kinect coming with the next Xbox. That's for <laughs> what? Sure. I don't need that. <laughs> I do want to hear that uh, VR we built into the PlayStation 5 at like a hardware level. I think that'd be really interesting to where you don't have to set up all the stuff and you just have like a headset or even like a really slim designed headset uh, just so that uh, VR could try to get a, a better foothold. Backwards compatibility needs to be there. I want to hear that. Oh yeah, that better be there. Oh yeah, man, if, if, <laughs> if Sony shows up and says, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta keep your PS4," yeah, people aren't gonna be happy. So many games on PS4, you know. There's, there'd be no excuse either because it'd probably be the same architecture and everything, you know. It'd be, yeah, it'd be the easy. It's not like they're going from like the cell chip in the PS3 to the PS4. It's like, eh. uh, if they could even make it so the PS3 games somehow work, that would be really cool. But yeah, I mean, Microsoft figured it out on Xbox. I, I don't know. Oh, dude, a random person built a PS3 emulator for your PC right now. Yeah. I just almost seems like they just don't care. That's pretty much all it is. They don't, don't see know. it's not a way for them to make money, so they don't care. I don't really know what I want to see. I mean, it just seems like systems at this point, they've already done everything that like I mean, you got all the stuff on there and everything. You know, when it comes to the actual system itself, it's Nintendo that needs to catch up with certain things, you know, like like, oh, I, I want this and I want this, but with Microsoft and Sony, in terms of like features wise and everything, it's like outside of like backwards compatibility or being able to put what's like what do you want you know it's just like better graphics i mean that's pretty much what it seems like to me better graphics and i think they yeah. might actually maybe even take a shot at higher frame rates as well well yeah frame i mean just improving the power of the system better yeah. frame rate better yeah. graphics and like 4k whatever that being more of a standard um i, I just don't think what i mean what else are they going to do with it i mean i know vr is probably going to be baked in right i mean we're probably that's what we're hoping yeah what's well, i'm yeah. hoping is that was gonna happen but uh they might also do more with like open world style games to where it feels you know unique <laughs> and like different rather than the, the ubisoft effect you think so. sony might try to do a game pass like feature like xbox has i no. yeah um, i mean if you look at like playstation now it lets you download games now yeah so that's kind of it it's just more expensive for my member if you find it on a deal like they were doing deals where it's like a hundred dollars for the year which technically is cheaper but like they don't put their like day one releases like microsoft yeah game, yes that's the big thing with game pass yeah. those day ones that's like the only real that's like the biggest difference and i don't know sony might you never know but i feel like sony knows that their games actually sell <laughs> so yeah, and they, they wouldn't they do, put first party on there. Yeah, they rely on their first party stuff to sell systems too, and it's worked for them. So, I mean, they're to the point where they're like, we don't really need to do that because we sell 
too many systems every quarter still uh i mean what they sold like what some crazy amount this past year still like they said i think it was 18 million systems or something something, crazy. Yeah. something, something like, like that past yeah. year yeah this past physical year it was yeah. like geez all right yeah they might, they might even hit they might even hit 20 million before the end of the japan one the way it's going so I don't, I don't get it. I mean, that's what happens when you price drop and all that stuff, obviously. But, like, you figure they get to a point where they can't sell another PS4 to somebody, but then they do it again. Well, they, yeah. they kind of did it with PlayStation 3, too. They went out with a bang. Like, that last year before PS4 hit, they sold a ton of PlayStation 3s. They did. Yeah. Price, like I said, price drops really helped with that. It was dirt uh, cheap. Yeah, yeah. And they had a lot of <laughs> awesome games come out that final year. Yeah. Like, whenever the Switch gets its first price cut and it drops down to, like, 200 uh, that would really help it so that'll be know. when nintendo stops making games for it <laughs> based, just based on their history like oh they're price dropping now we're done making games wait two yeah. years for the next system um but uh <laughs> it's uh it's it's interesting to see that but while we're on the topic of i guess switch sales to uh to finish up here and then we'll do some super chats before we finish up uh switch sales actually look like people are a bit surprised nate you actually talked about this on twitter because you weren't that surprised by the holiday sales that are being hinted at right now. Uh, Nate, Nate, direct feed, Nate. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not surprised at all. I, I don't really get why people are surprised. Well, do you saw the numbers that they were talking about, right? Possibly uh, up to and including 11 to 12 million even in yeah. this last holiday quarter. Yeah, yeah there's, there's nothing surprising about that. I mean, I think, let me see if I can find the numbers for the last holiday quarter. I think last holiday quarter they did about seven, yeah. seven and a half million. So with Smash Brothers, Pokemon, the you know existing library, I was always anticipating at least ten million for the for quarter three for Switch. And it seems what analysts are saying that they probably did achieve. I think people, because like the general consensus, well, not general, but what people are saying is, oh, the, the year wasn't as strong. Smash Brothers is not, you know, as it's not Zelda, it's not Mario or whatever, it's not that. So I think a lot of people were just basically trying to make it seem as if it wasn't going to be as big. But I was, you know, I was right with you. I was like, no, nah, man, it's like Smash Brothers is Smash Brothers. You know what I'm saying? But I think people were basing it off of Brawl or basing it off of, you know, Smash beforehand or even Smash for Wii U not moving systems or Smash for 3DS yeah. not being as big as, you know, what we've seen before. But it's, like I said, it's completely different because now you get Smash anywhere that you want and you have all these characters. Like it's just Smash is a completely different beast this time around because of what they've done. So I think people weren't they weren't factoring that point in, like how much better Smash is now with what they've done than before and not having to buy two different systems to get the full experience of Smash Brothers, you know? Yeah. I think I don't know. Like with Smash, I think like I was one of those people that wasn't sure if it was going to be a system mover or not. Although I knew it would sell phenomenal, but like I, I think Furukawa even came out recently and said like, "Hey, launch week was five mil worldwide," and it's like it just takes me aback. Like I know that it shouldn't take me aback that like a game did that, but I think like before that, uh, it was uh, Spider Man who just set the record for like launch week for an exclusive game worldwide at three point three million. And I and I sat there and I was thinking about it because the, I knew November was going to be huge. We already know that that was huge for them. You know, because you had the Pokemon come up, plus all the bundles. So there was way more bundles for the holidays than I ever thought there was going to be this year. So you had that and getting people in with the with the with the old library, and then Smash in December might have made December massively outsell even November, which is just crazy to even think worldwide. Oh, uh, it, did. it did. Yeah, like I know we don't have the figures all in yet, but oh, I mean, it's 
it, it's it's got had to have done something crazy. I don't know how you have a game so five. It probably sold eight or nine million before the month was even out. The how, how way Smash was rolling around. We'll see. Uh, I know MPDs come out uh, this week actually, so yeah, we'll have that released. And uh, we were even talking before that Nintendo might actually have a statement to put out at that time when the MPDs release. Just yeah, to- I wonder if they're going to wait till oh. the investors meeting. Oh, they're no. the investors about stuff, but I think I think they're ready to. I think they have the statement ready now, and they're waiting for MPDs to drop, and then they'll. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, I, well, I the worldwide figures are going to be crazy when they do announce those too. Oh. They're going to have a lot to brag about with the NPD because once the NPD figures come out, if the numbers are going, if they do go the way that analysts have hinted or some insiders have hinted, is that you're going to see the switch sell more units in North America than the PlayStation 4 did this year. Even though the PS4 currently has like a six to 700,000 yeah. unit lead, the Switch probably outsold the PS4 in the month of December by over a million units. Yeah, the problem the problem is, is uh, it seems that strangely in December, the PS4 might actually be in last place, uh, the consoles. Well, it had no sales. It had yeah. no deals like while the Xbox, Xbox and Switch did. Appears to have outsold the PS4. We're talking MPD, right? Just to make in sure. MPD, yeah, in MPD. MPD. Yeah. So U.S. only, guys, yes. in the chat. Yeah, is what appears to have happened, which is interesting. Now, I think a lot of it had to do with Sony uh, having a really good deal in November, and everybody bought their Christmas stuff in November. Like the yeah. Spider-Man bundle was $200 for Spider-Man and the PS4. is a ridiculous yep. sale. Uh, and then there's just everyone bought their P- PS4s put under the tree. So yeah. um, That's exactly what happened, though. I mean... You know, yeah. it's like you wouldn't wait because of last year. People said, oh, well, they'll do that deal in December. No, they won't. You know, <laughs> no, no, they won't. They're going to go right back up. So everybody just everybody that wanted it bought it in November, you know, or at least most of the people that were smart and got it in November, got the better deal. Yeah, I think I mean, the what is going to be interesting about the investors meeting is I think we're going to see some of the first hints of how the switch is doing this month, because there's been some indication. I mean, it's anecdotal, but. People are saying some of their stores have low Switch stock. And with New Super Mario Brothers, it's probably the game that's moving more hardware post-holidays where people had gift cards, they got money for Christmas, and they're buying a Switch with you know, New Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. So we're probably going to go into the investors meeting, and we're going to see that Nintendo's 2.5 million units shy, if not fewer, shy of hitting that 20 million goal. And they could even adjust that goal. Like, what if they decide we're going to sell 21 million this fiscal year? You're going to have people on Twitter going nuts saying Nintendo's out of their minds. That was interesting. That was actually something that was uh, uh, talked about by analysts that they might actually increase their like their projections, which because that they could have something ready to go for uh, even February or even maybe they'll drop two games in March. Cool. To, to go on Nate's point, um, if you look at just the media create, I know we were talking about MPD, but if you look at the media create, they do the year on year as well. And the year on year Nintendo Switch for the January has been selling a lot more. I think, you know, the past media create, they sold like 30 something thousand units for the past week, you know, um, and this year they sold like 78,000 units. So even like the year on year sales for January has been a lot higher uh, just starting out at the beginning than what they were the previous year. So, mm-hmm. OK, OK. Uh let me let me um pull up uh there we go the okay I'll, I'll finish up the super chats evan do we have any discord questions are we good no discord's clean cool and then i also wanted to bring up one other thing that we just talked about the uh the star wars stuff uh i actually missed this earlier uh did you see the rogue one writer who uh who pretty much uh yelled at ea about what happened they were on kind of funny games and they talked about it saying this was uh this was gary witta who said that they had actually seen this game 
And they said, uh, it's been catastrophically mismanaged. If I were Disney, I'd be furious. I saw a bunch of that game and it looked terrific. It would have been Star Wars Uncharted. They've been oh, using no. that for all of them. I don't even want to know that. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem, I guess the problem they look at that is says if it was just a straight narrative single player driven game that they wouldn't have been able to put any type of uh, microtransactions, I guess, in it. But you would have sold more. <laughs> so, all right. Our Last of Us had a lot, I know. Build up some goodwill like you did with A Way Out. Come on. You're right, though. They would have sold more. They probably would have sold. <laughs> 15 20 million maybe if it's yeah. if it's like a whole other star wars movie then yeah yeah that would have been excellent but you know ea's like but what can we make money on like instantly oh microtransactions i mean he said he saw, he said he saw the game and i believe him and it's like man that's that hurts <laughs> that hurts uh yeah that's bad man I would, yeah, I kind of wish they didn't say that now because now I want to see what that game was. I mean, we saw like a very small snippet of that game when the guy was walking outside, and uh, it looked pretty cool from there. But if we give it a year, we'll probably see one of those twenty-minute like this could have been compilations that we used to check out on YouTube all the time. I mean, to be fair, at this point, I'm still waiting for anything crazy to come out about Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Like nothing ever came out about that game. I was expecting somebody to do a deep dive on it. Where's Liam? Get Liam on that. Like a deep dive on like what happened to Star Wars thirteen thirteen and like any crazy concept art or things that are still hidden. And that game should have like a documentary made on it. All right, I'll get to work. All right, all right, good. <laughs> I would watch that video, Jordan, if you did it. I'm gonna I'm gonna call in all the people I know. I'm gonna get in there and figure it out. I would do that. Yeah, I would I would watch that, Jordan, if you made that video. Like super dramatic too. Oh yeah, I'm gonna make it like a like a like I'll sit at the beginning like back in like the year like this game came out and then EA killed it and this is the murder of thirteen thirteen. Telling you, thirteen thirteen was still under LucasArts though. Uh well, uh, yeah, but EA is the one who came in and said all these games are done. Let me go through the super chats real quick and we can do some uh, Q and A stuff to finish up since we got like fifteen or so minutes after I'm done with the super chats here uh let's see uh okay here we go uh this is from uh Oren says not excited for any of the next gen systems i i think it's just because uh, at this point maybe because of those mid-gen refreshes like if we didn't have those mid-gen refreshes people would be psyched out of their mind for a new system yeah because we already got the 4k stuff you know xbox one x is already powerful i know this next system is going to be a lot better but yeah i agree yeah, that's just that's my thought is if we didn't have the Xbox One X or the PS4 Pro and we were still on like the 900p, 720p, people would be like ridiculously excited right oh, now. Yeah. PC gaming is getting bigger and bigger too. This gen, this past generation, people are getting graphics cards that are already next gen, right? Like yep. we already got next gen graphics. We've already seen it, right? Like with the Battlefield stuff and like the NVIDIA stuff, we've already seen next gen graphics or what it's going to look like. And it looks a lot like this. Generation. Yeah. <laughs> It's well, you're not impressed right by the, the the ray tracing reflections? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, uh, Michael Kessler says, uh, do we think a January Direct could still happen? Yep. Nah. I think, it's yeah. Maybe. Next week, we think something's happening at some point. I'm, I'm abandoning that January Direct train. <laughs> <laughs> record getting out. It, it's... <laughs> That train's come and gone. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to February. <laughs> I feel or like March. we're in the calm before the storm right now. 
Nate's Nate's just he's messing with people. Nah, uh, <laughs> nah nothing's coming January. It, it's missed. It's missed its mark. It had to be earlier in the month. Had to be earlier in the month. Yeah, yeah. That's you the thing that's really funny is uh, uh, people have that thought. That's like if it didn't happen in the first ten days, it's not happening. Well, I mean, you typically need like six weeks to market something before it comes out. So even if you had a direct next week and it was a decent release, six weeks brings us to mid March. You already dated Yoshi, so you should have dated the game that you're going to have in the direct coming out in six weeks before you dated Yoshi. So I think time's missed. I think now you just do a direct like February, some maybe sometime in March, and you can talk about April, May, and June. Right now, there's no point. Go to the investors meeting, hype up Super Nintendo games for the online service, and wait another few weeks until you can actually do a good direct and detail stuff for, you know, that first quarter of Nintendo's fiscal year. Yeah, those investors are going to be they're going to be asking quite a few questions <laughs> as to what's going on. Yeah, where's, where's Mario, Mario Kart? Kart? Yeah, what happened to that Mario Kart cell phone game? That's everyone's question. No one knows. They, they said, hey, about, it's happening. They asked them about it at the last investors briefing. They're like, what about that Mario Kart game? And they said, oh, we'll we'll uh we'll we'll release it before the end of the fiscal year. It's coming <laughs> soon, boys. That's, uh, it's yeah. coming out on the 29th. That's I, think they saw, I think they saw Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sales and were like, you know, we're, you know what? We can just wait a little bit more. That game is selling ridiculous. Like the, the hold on that game is just absolutely insane. Dude, that like, just tells me that would be a massive, massive game for cell phones. As, as crazy as that, that would be insane. People would probably download that thing like crazy if it was free to play. I would like to see what kind of money that would make. Uh, I think there is a Nintendo event that's happening in January. Yes, I do. Tomorrow confirmed. <laughs> Did you see James comment in the chat? He says the Mario Kart mobile game will require you to run with your. <laughs> 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 Bro, I'd be the fastest dude. I'm pretty fast. I'd be the fastest one out there. None of you guys beating me. Man. <laughs> I was is that a challenge? Sean just be driving real slow in his car next to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me. This is uh, K19 says, I've always asked myself if Nintendo has the data of what games we play on the NES app. Probably, yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. They probably, I'm sure they have a lot of data that that uh, that that like what games we play and everything. They send a lot of surveys out too, though, but I'm sure they are, are keeping an eye on that. Um, Dancing with Ghost says, Love the podcast, please shout out my channel. I make dark go. wave music and talk about video games. Dancing with ghosts. All right, there you go. Let's Boom, check out shout Dancing it out. Ghosts. There you go. Uh, Gomez with a dollar. No message. Thank Gomez. And then uh, Matthew Hammond. What would you say to a stranger at your door, OJ? <laughs> you best have Buck Bumbler leave. I, I, a stranger? Like, what do you mean? What, is, what does that mean? I don't know. I think someone knows where you're at and they're coming. That's where OJ hears a knocking behind him now. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting for you to read the super chat the whole time. It's like, come on, I got a knock already. I live out in the country. I hear gunshots from people. Yeah! Just like riding their horses and stuff. So, I mean, it's like Red Dead out here. So, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm battle-hearted out here. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Go, and then Gomez again says Scorpion to Smash. I hear that now and then as people are like, well, I'm a Mortal Kombat character in Smash. <laughs> I don't know that. Maybe a Nintendo character in Mortal Kombat. I don't know about that either. I don't know if Nintendo wants to see. No, they, they'll, they could put they could put this this guy in it. They'll, they could put, oh, okay. uh, they could put him in there. We'll get to him in there. It'll make sense. In there. That'd be fine. 
uh ruffle says will we ever get to a point where nintendo consoles won't need special studios to have third parties ports i thought netherrealm was handling it i don't know i mean it's, it's technically it's it's a def different architecture with arm and everything but i don't know i feel like these studios are specifically trying to uh, specialize in it for a reason. So it, it, the only way that would happen is if Nintendo ever decided to do exactly what Microsoft and Sony did. Right. And I don't see that yes. happening now. With the success of the Switch, now let's say if the GameCube was successful, like super, super successful, we might be in a completely different situation right now. You know, but it wasn't. So whatever. Or if the other companies decide to ever in the far future move to hybrid stuff too. Yeah, that, that, that's true. All evens out, and they're like, oh, well, let's do that too. Yeah. That's the only other thing. You know, like if we get to the point where. 8k is out there but people are like i don't really need to get it and 4k is so easy to do that like our cell phones are doing it on like these big games and you know they, they'd probably just say yeah let's just let's just all do arm arm architecture and then you wouldn't need it uh melvin says hey cast oj i can't believe how many times you lost a king ddd on stream the other day oh <laughs> that's because there was input delay but we played again and i and i bought and i bopped him Okay. Sounds I bought that QDD. Okay. Then he also, also the first time seeing you guys live. Love it. Thank you, Melvin. <laughs> oh, you, so Melvin. he got he got bopped. He got bopped after that. 3-0 the next time we played. Uh I guess that's oh Bane, that was a good one. That's a good one, Deadlock. Uh I guess that's that's all the topics and everything. We got 10 minutes. You guys are gonna do some QA. If there's anything good in the chat, uh being said, our um our Discord questions are all good. Evan, how can they get in the Discord and ask questions? I see people ask that all the time. Is the link in the description right now for the Patreon? Because it's just a dollar in Patreon it to get is. into our Discord. There you go. Evan takes uh, Discord questions every week. And that's how you can be a part of that. I also talk to people randomly. We try to do uh, other things as well. We might do another Q&A on Discord as well coming up. Okay. Just got to find time. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, anyone uh, in the chat you want to, uh, you guys can pick any questions out. It's fine. Anything that looks good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no one asking questions. So many, there's so many good options to choose from. Yeah, what is guys at PAX West? Yes, yeah, or PAX South. PAX South. I PAX think somebody South. asked, "When is the collab between me and RGT?" RGT, why don't I get a collab, my man? I don't know. When do yeah, you want I don't know Sean, thoughts on Royal Rumble? Um, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> who, who do you think winning? <laughs> who do I think is winning? Seth Rollins. I think I think Rollins is going to win it because they kind of are phasing him away from the Intercontinental title scene. Um, obviously, by putting it on Lashley, then you have a program they could do Ambrose versus Lashley. Oh, I never lost to you. Blah blah blah. So I feel like they're setting up for the the Rollins uh, Brock Lesnar showdown. Here's a good question uh, from uh, Eileen Jimenez. Do you think Soldier Boy should have just sold accessories instead of consoles? No, I think he should just shut the fuck up and stop trying to sell gaming and tech related items. <laughs> you know, every everything he's doing right now, like these whole crazy stuff he's doing on like interviews and all these game consoles and all that whatnot. It's, it's all. Dude, it's it's all like a hundred percent just an act of him playing as stupid as possible right now, just because it gets him more attention the more stupid he gets. Yeah, it's working. Yeah, working great. His name's been in every day in the media. There's something new. Although it's I getting made fun of a lot, so I mean, I guess his name's out there, but it's not. But the the Soldier Boy interview on Breakfast Club got nine million views. I saw that. I saw that. It's yeah. the highest. It's the mm -hmm. highest uh, interview they've ever had. 
Yeah, it got nine million views. So can I you mean, just like, stop saying, "Yeah, I made." Yeah. What other person's made their? You just bought them, and then you're selling. Like you didn't make it. Like you didn't make anything. Stop. <laughs> I hate that so much. There was, a, there was a point where he said that uh, an iPhone costs twenty dollars to make, and I was like, I know the iPhone X or ten costs three hundred and seventy dollars estimate to make. So iPhone, <laughs> iPhone. I created iPhone. Okay, who do you think yeah. got the idea I, of a? I, 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 I kind of want him to go on hot ones just so he could drill them. Oh, did he just say wings? <laughs> I created wings. I made wings. Yeah, you, I'm the first would. guy who took a chicken, threw that in the fryer. All right. <laughs> he's at least he's at least entertaining. He's he's uh he's playing a character definitely, but um... oh, he's definitely entertaining. That was a very no. entertaining interview. You, know? you talk about like, you talk about like the suicide, like how his uh, his girlfriend said that. He's like, you got to watch the TV show if you want to know if I'm in trouble or not. <laughs> 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 Am I in trouble? Watch the TV show. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, he's played a character, and he's I mean, obviously he's entertaining to watch. People like watching videos about him right now, and they, I mean, they watch nine million views of that. So he's doing a good job. He's obviously playing. He's playing these people. He's doing a good job of that. Just that in terms of marketing himself. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. he's still shipping those systems out, but I didn't get one. He also didn't give me my money back yet. So. <laughs> Call I, told, out. I told paypal I, I i sent a thing to paypal i was like i guess i'll just get the money back finally and i sent a thing to paypal and it was like uh you got to fill out you know why you want the money back and what happened and i was like it's it's soldier boy it's soldier boy just I, open up twitter and you'll see why you help pay for that you help pay for that gucci headband he was wearing I, <laughs> drake <laughs> So I guess PayPal is giving me the money back. I don't know. They they sent me a, they said I could email them at a certain email address, and uh, I was like, "No, nah, it's all right. It's Soldier Boy." <laughs> oh man, uh, Mega Nerd says had an interview this week with Nintendo to be the an official Nintendo rep. Would you take it? It's part time only with benefits. What kind of benefits are they like free games or what kind of rep are you? Like, yeah, what, kind of rep? what do you have to do? Are you the one yeah. that like goes to the, the retail stores and like sets up the standees and everything? Probably. Okay. Oh, I do that if I can still have my channel yet. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they have issue with that. I know you're talking. Yeah. About. So they would 100% have an issue with that. Like with all of our channels. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't do it. So, hmm. I mean, it seems interesting. Seems like it'd be but, cool. Yeah, they have issue with that though. People in the chat, yeah, they they do. They have issue with that. Uh, or they because you've got to disclose that you work for them for doing that. You know, talking about games and stuff on uh, on your channel. I say retail rep. I so. would take the job if I were you, Mega Nerd, and then you will give us information of the marketing products you receive early, and we will report them as rumors and won't out you as our source. Yeah, I, I like being independent. Did. To be honest, it's cool being able just to work from home and talk about what you want and do it. I, I like that personally for me. Mm, mm, mm. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the whole soldier boy thing. I, I thought it would go away when I first talked about it back then. And it's still, it's still happening. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Dude, it is still happening. I honestly, all the YouTubers are covering it, man. Good for you guys. Keep going with it. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to shame you for it. Keep going. I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm I got paid to react to it, to react. I wasn't going to talk about it, but my boy David said, Hey, OJ, what do you think about this? So we had to do a live reaction to it while yeah. I was streaming. Oh, I had like 40 people send me that breakfast club <laughs> thing. And I was like, all right, that was funny. I didn't say that. I was like, oh, that was funny. You know, I had, um, a, I had to hop off the train, man. I didn't, I don't care as much anymore. Cause he's just, yeah, I, I, it's obviously he's doing, but like I said, if you're, if you're on it, man, stay on it. 
especially yeah, if dude. you're like like you made some people's channels big time like stay yeah on you that, can man. get some house payments going on man <laughs> <That's the name. laughs> i invented a house i put sticks in the ground with well, trees on top he calls his house the soldier mansion yeah and he's gonna start well, selling yeah. them on his website he calls he calls everything i watched a, a thing with adam 22 um i'm sure mm -hmm. hardly i mean you you know, know. jay probably know him. Yeah. um but yeah and adam 22 was saying how when he was hanging out with soldier boy he calls everything like okay, this lighter. This is a soldier lighter. His <laughs> bottle of water. It's a soldier bottle. Like it just everything around him, everything in his life is soldier whatever. Like if he owns it or something. Like take that. a bite out of this soldier grilled cheese. Yes, like literally. <laughs> soldier boy, the grilled cheese gamer. The world may never. Yo, know. grilled cheese gamer coming back. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the inside joke that no one like like five people know about. <laughs> literally five people. <laughs> I didn't even oh, I didn't even talk about his website being down. Uh it doesn't just redirect to Nintendo. Oh no no, his website's completely gone right now. Soldier Watch? Yeah, it's gone. I, I did I I saw that like two days ago and I was like, I don't really feel like this either. Oops, something <laughs> went wrong. What happened? The shop it's is been, unavailable. What can I do? Press the back button. It's been gone for days, so yeah. I can't buy some nice soldier pods to show everyone I'm rich. Man. Yeah. He shame. said his ex-cameraman hacked soldierwatch.com. What? Why would his former cameraman hack? All right, so what? I don't think I don't think you hack a Shopify store. I think you just put the password in and then take ownership of it. <laughs> he was running like Shopify or something. That's not no one's like CIA cracking like hacking. His password was probably soldier password. <laughs> It's literally, I'm sure, like you his probably had to put a one at the end of it just to like meet soldier password one. Okay, oh, now it's secure. Somebody says old old guys talking about soldier. Soldier <laughs> <laughs> boys uh, like as old as I am. What are you talking old, about? No, they, they said us that we're old. <laughs> old guys. <laughs> somebody in the chat. Somebody in the chat said I was like, but Jordan's like 12, so I don't know yeah. if they're all old. So, um. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, he, you know what? He, there you go. He resurrected his career. So yeah, he he did do that. I can't wait for him to make a new LOL smiley face or some crap song like that. Can't wait. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, he's twenty nine. He's like my age. There you go. Uh, I found RGT because of a soldier boy. There you go, Sean. Hey, whatever <laughs> works. Why not, right, dude? You, yeah. it's, not, it's not easy, man. If you can get noticed any way you can. Go make that Soldier Boy video. <laughs> do it, you know. Uh, did you see the news about the Machinima channel? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Nuked overnight, pretty much. Yeah, I wasn't really around when Machinima was a thing, uh, so I didn't really care. But there you go. Machinima is, uh, I guess, is gone. They got bought or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, full screen has them now. Mm -hmm. That would do it. Full screen eating everyone up. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't that. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't around because at one point you had to be signed with like Machinima or some company to uh, do any kind of monetization on YouTube for like gaming. So uh, I wasn't. Um, fortunately, and I wasn't in a situation for that. <clears throat> it was kind of a product of the times, though. Yeah, and YouTube was still pretty young, and they had like weird contracts and. Like a lot of people weren't happy with the contracts as YouTube started to grow. 
like they were still stuck in these primitive contracts with yeah because they had seven year signing agreements or just indefinite signing agreements and everyone was like i want to make money so yeah we'll sign on not no it was new at the time so everyone's like oh we can start making money and do this as a job no one knew it was going to be this different you know yeah so i don't blame you know all the people who joined it i'm glad that a lot of people are off now and doing their own thing but yeah no machinima has just been sitting there as a dead channel for over a year and then like a few months ago they uploaded this random video on their main channel of um this uh one actor from silicon valley talking with this other host while they're at a bar and they're drinking alcohol and talking about uh, video games and then that was it and then their channel died uh (laughs) do we um do we want to go around here and uh, oh, do we have someone we can raid? Any any suggestions there? Small YouTuber we can raid. Open suggestions. Let me let me. I think. Uh, you think? We'll be online. So we'll, I guess we'll I guess we'll finish up here tonight and then. Uh, so we don't we don't really know when anything is happening with Nintendo, right? We're not sure of anything, right? Right, Nate? Nothing. They're closing. Uh, like like I said, <laughs> February, March. Who knows? Investors meeting. Yay. July. See, Nate, Nate start, see, look at Nate. He's, he's now, you guys notice now he's not excited about any kind of thing that could possibly be happening all of a sudden. Nope. <laughs> the new year has killed my excitement. <laughs> it took how many days we're into it? 19 days. Yo, Spawn Wave is streaming right now. We could raid them. Oh man. <laughs> oh man uh let me go around here with our uh two guests that joined us tonight we got jordan jordan where can they find you man uh you can find me at the youtube channel jordan fringe uh i like games and i'm bad at them and i play them sometimes coming up i don't have much content from this year so far but february is gonna be the comeback month okay for but sure I'm- Gotta make that soldier boy video right <laughs> gotta make I, know, I gotta do that and i gotta do my deep dive uh, about 1313 dude i would watch that i would I'll watch do that it video. i have do the it. sources i'll make it don't tempt me title it what happened <laughs> title, title it what happened to star wars 1313 oh i will <laughs> i will right. watch that video all right there we go game plan uh nice. and uh nate from nintendo prime thanks for joining us tonight where can they find you man uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Ninty Prime or right here on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash C slash Nintendo Prime YT or through the alternative URL down in the description since YouTube gets confused. The user slash Zelda Informer. <laughs> uh, and then uh, let me have Direct Feed Games, Nate. Yeah, they can find me on Twitter at Direct Feed Games. From there, there is a link to my YouTube channel where you will find direct feed footage of games. It's content's always up on the channel before the game is actually released. So if you're curious about a game, how it plays, you can find some footage there. I don't do commentary on the gameplay, so you see the game in its purest form. And yeah. You're gonna need some discussion stuff eventually, right? Yeah, if we ever have like a direct or an investors meeting or no, you, said, you, know. you said that's not happening till like March or something, man. Hey, that's Nintendo doesn't seem to be in any rush to do anything. <laughs> that's why I make quality Nintendo product. I take my time and don't do anything when people expect it. <laughs> I think Nate will have a discussion video eventually uh, here soon. So there you go. <laughs> well, Nintendo will eventually have a direct too. So. <laughs> uh, and then uh, OJ, Players, where can they find you, man? 
Yeah, just right here, YouTube, um, Player Essence. You'll find it. You can also find me on Twitter at Player Essence. Um, if you're interested in Super Smash Brothers content, um, getting better at the game, playing the game, watching live streams on it, we're doing a lot of Smash content on, on the channel in addition to a lot of Nintendo news, a lot of RPG news um, and stuff like that, action games. So if you're interested in all that, Double May Cry, Resident Evil, all those goodness from Japan and Smash, definitely check out the channel. Cool, cool. And then uh, Sean? You can find me on RGT85. I'm currently giving away a copy of Musha on the Switch giveaway here. Ooh. Um, I just put it in the chat. Um, I ended up with an extra digital copy. I honestly have no idea what I'm doing this week as far as videos are concerned. It's just kind of been a, it, like this past week was just boring as shit. Like in video game news for the most part, like there was some stuff, but just for the most part, it was boring. So I don't know. Um, I don't really have anything planned out. So. Only something would happen. If only something would happen. <laughs> something would happen that would make things interesting again. It's too bad that there's not a Nintendo Direct until March 2020. Man, see, there you go. <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks everyone joining us. Uh, and then uh, I think we had a few people with suggestions, I think, right? For someone to raid. Uh, Kazoo, you had somebody as well. If you want to drop their link in the chat, you can. Yep, you can you can drop uh, K Fresh in there. That's fine, and uh, let everyone know. Go raid them, say hi, hit their like button, everything. Guys, thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, we'll be back next next Saturday night, hopefully with something to talk about from some sort of Nintendo event. We'll or say, Soldier Boy. <laughs> oh, or Soldier Boy. Sure. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you next time.